You're listening to MTVB Podcast. Movies, TV, video and board games. This show may contain swearing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the MTVB Podcast. It's the podcast that talks about movies, TV shows, video games and board games. I'm your host Anthony as well as most people know me as the Ant-Man. And welcome. This week's episode is the last episode of our spectacular season in October. And instead of talking about famous horror series, uh, we'll actually be talking about our favourite horror movies of all time. And once again, I'm joined by my favourite guys that love to talk about horror movies, Steve and Tim. How are you guys? Hey, hello. Very well. Just want to say, before we start, a big, big thank you to you, both of you guys for coming in and doing this with me. And uh, I hope you enjoyed yourselves and maybe come back next year for season two of uh, Spooktacular oh, yeah, Season. absolutely. Definitely. definitely. And thanks for having us. No, thank you. I really, really <laughs> do appreciate you guys coming down, sharing your film, your horror movie knowledge, or movie knowledge full stop. And then obviously you're going to go into your top fives later of all time, eh? Ooh. Duh. That's how we had, we had to finish it this way somehow. That's the only yeah, way. That's a good way to finish. We probably could have done another movie series, but <laughs> <laughs> it probably wouldn't have gone, on, gone on as long. Yeah. So yeah, um, here we are. So uh, I guess we're going to start the show as how we always normally do um, horror movies. Um, not just. Um, uh, can you remember the? Can you remember you? Oh, sorry, let's start again. Uh, can you guys remember the first time you watched a horror film? Or your or, or the first horror movie you ever got to watch? Yeah, I can remember mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> no right, so go to Steve then. I think just because it scarred us so much as a kid. Uh, and <laughs> it was it was Jaws. Okay. Just, yeah, like every time going swimming, even on like uh, our school trips to just the swimming pool, me and my <laughs> mates would always go like, oh, there's a shark under there. And he just like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, obviously, we was young at the time and, We'd always be like, oh, Jaws 2's on tonight, or whichever one. And then you'd talk about it the next day. Uh, but yeah, it definitely gave us a, a little bit of a fear, and especially if I went on holiday going into the sea. Mm. I'd just I'd, I'd just freak out. You know there's no sharks out there. It's way too cold. But <laughs> but you're, you've been affected by it so yeah. much now. I'm all right now. I was going to say, are you, are you still like... Well, I, I, I sometimes will be in the swimming pool to shout, there's a shark in the water! To be honest, I had the same sort of fear as you, right? Up until I got married to my wife and we went to Cancun for our, our honeymoon, right? <laughs> and I'm my back's to the sea. We, we're in knees deep in the water whatnot. And all of a sudden, Lou says, oh, what's that floating there? And I can see like this shadowy, dark grey <laughs> blur in there, right? And someone, it wasn't a shark in the end day, it was a barracuda. And I still fucking pegged out yeah, of the yeah. water so fast. <laughs> I was like... Oh yeah, I'm not staying for that. <laughs> um, so mine, uh, mine was uh, aliens. To be honest, um, second one, yeah, second yeah. one. Um, but I didn't really like see the whole movie. I kind of like couldn't sleep one night. Um, and uh, coming to the living room, my dad was watching. I think it was on like Channel Three at the time or something, or whatever. And unfortunately, I had to step in on the scene where um, the, the soldier, the Marines, get there first, and you see the chest burst for the first time in the movie. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of was affected by that for a bit. But <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, Some of I, the scenes are quite horrific in those films. Well, I'm, I, 
Well, it's one of my questions I'm going to bring up later, so I'll, I'll come back to that right, story in sure. a minute. Do you remember yours as well, Tim? Um, well, I kind of had the same thing like Steve. I, I mean, I think everyone, a child in our generation, yeah. kind of had that fear of water. When uh, I went to uh, Germany, mm-hmm. swam the Baltic Sea on the beach, and nice. had um, yeah the same thing. Whereas, if I go further out, a shark will get me. Yeah. Okay, so stay, stay in the shallows. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember my granddad always used to swim further out. He used to tell me to come further, in, and I was like, no. So yeah, but yeah. Um, I honestly can't remember the first one. I mean, like Mortal Two stuff as a kid, but mm. I can't say what the first one was. No, that's fair. Um, so yeah, my next question actually to, was going to be: Were you ever affected by it? But we kind of got your story to it. <laughs> I remember. So going back to me seeing aliens, I remember going into school the next day, and then I was just. Go. I kind of sat there and was pretending to wasn't pretending I was kind of feeling like having these chest pains like something was going to come <laughs> out of me and whatnot I was really really scared by it I mean it really really affected me as a kid um, and you know you, uh, I don't know if you ever have it you guys have had that situation probably not your first horror but uh, did you ever have a horror film that kept you scared for a little while as a kid like I mean I used to have nightmares at one point and yeah. they used to really like well it's, I mean for me uh, X-Files so that was was that mid like mid nineties about that, and it was obviously massive, wasn't it? Sky alien, one, alien craze, wasn't yeah, it? At the time and, uh, that used to scare. Just the opening credits with that sort of face that kind of like melts and stuff. It just used to freak me out. I mean, yeah. like I'll I'll happily admit. I used to be a right scaredy cat when I was just younger, and probably still am with <laughs> horror films, but. Um, yeah, X-Files in particular just used to freak me out. And I, I remember just like you'd lie in bed and just keep seeing that image of whatever it was that scared you. Yeah. Uh, I used to collect a magazine. It was called The X Factor at the time. And it was all about like paranormal activity, uh, Area 51, that kind of mm, stuff. Yeah. And uh, it had an article in there about uh, spontaneous human combustion. for some reason that just like freaked me out that you could just be lying there and catch fire obviously the chances of it happening is probably one in six billion or something but uh, yeah I used to just lie awake just uh, I think your imagination just runs wild yeah absolutely yeah yeah, I I wasn't meant to tell anyone that (laughs) (laughs) stay away from the chili sauce (laughs) Uh, Tim, anything like that with you as a kid? Uh, not so much nightmares, like freakish moments when I watch stuff like, you know, like Never Ending Story, those yeah. kind of ones. Yeah, like totally. Dark Crystal. Just, oh, yeah, man. Just images used to freak me out, but never... The crab guys used to scare the shit. Man. Yeah, but never to a point where it would like, affect me mentally to a point where it's like, I'm going to be fucked for the rest of my oh, life. Oh, no, no, yeah, of course not, no. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I'd say like, just those typical our generation kids films mm. which were depressing <laughs> do you remember the um, depression well the never ending story is so depressing oh, absolutely no, <laughs> it is, it it is yeah that can't that's a kids film it's about death and the nothing loneliness and yes do you remember the Grief. uh did you watch x-files a lot not a lot but i did see a few episodes do you remember the episode where there's that thing in the sewers and it, and it comes up out the toilet. It was no. yeah, wasn't yeah. it like a, a like a worm guy? Sort yeah, of thing? yeah. And they, they catch it in the tube. Or something oh yes, they, that's the one. That's yeah. the one yeah. and that, that freaked the hell out of me, and I just couldn't go shit. 
<laughs> you remember the guy who stretches? Yeah, uh, that's Tubes. Uh, that was um, awful as well. But uh, that one... That was a guy who eats livers and stuff. That's the one. Yeah, 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 oh, stuff, yeah. That was quite a freaky episode. I actually remember that one very well. Yeah, that's one of the all-time best, isn't it? Yeah, that's the first one I saw, I think. Because I remember the hype. I never actually watched the show, but I remember people talking about it and they always said about that episode. I remember watching that and going, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's the, I think that's the one that a lot of people uh recognize. Yeah. Like when you bring up back files, like they bring that up, that yeah. episode, um, didn't they? Years ago when Sky One uh brought out Sky Two, yep. they did a thing where you had to phone in and vote for your favourite X Files episodes and they were gonna show them back to back. I think Tombs was number one by far. Yeah. Again it's uh, the one like Tim yeah. it's the one that everyone remembers at the end of the day, isn't it? Mm. Um but back to your toilet incident. <laughs> 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 Have you ever seen a movie called Dreamcatcher? <laughs> no I recommend it <laughs> Just one scene Not the whole film <laughs> No not the whole film I think it's like The first 20 minutes Or something I'm sure if you just type it? in Toilet scene in, On YouTube And yeah. Dreamcatcher You'll find Dreamcatcher it Dreamcatcher toilet scene yeah. Am I going to be scarred again <laughs> It's a possibility uh, Yeah Might <laughs> <laughs> It is a possibility Yeah um, So obviously you're, you're fans of um, Old and new Horror films mm-hmm. uh, I'm just wondering If what what, um, what decade Of horror films You guys are interested In, in more I, I definitely can't answer that one. It's a multitude of moods. I mean, it depends what mood you're in, really. Mm. I mean, I'm fascinated with all kinds, like the um, like the like the Hammer horrors I liked when I was a kid. I used to always watch those. You know, seventies horrors had that weird kind of like psychedelic era, mm. and the eighties horror had the the gore factor. Nineties had like the slasher teen stuff. So all multitudes of different stuff. Really, I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't pick one to define uh, the best That's one. Fair. But yeah, all good for many reasons. Yeah. That's the right answer. Yeah, yeah. That's the right answer for it. Um, Steve? Yeah, no, I would go a lot. I mean, I think 80s does stick out in particular to me, but uh, I get what Tim was saying. I think each decade had its sort of own personality of the horror horror sort of genre. Mm. Uh, You know, I'd say, what, 2000s, you kind of had that, uh, uh, what's it like, haunting in a house, ghosts going around, is it yeah, like yeah, paranormal that activity, yeah, that kind of style. Ghosts, uh, yeah, uh, I'd say yeah, eighties was definitely like up in the gore factor. Yeah, uh, with you know really clever effects. The video touched on. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, for me personally, I'd say the eighties, but it's very very difficult to pick one. Yeah, it's it's like like Tim says, it's what mood you're in and whatnot. Like. Mm. I, Mine's the same answer as both of yours. Is you know you can't pick one, but for me, if I had to pick one, <laughs> I would like to say the seventies because I would like to nice. go back and see their reaction when they first came out. I would have loved to sure. been there when uh, Jaws was first. I would love yeah. to been there when Texas Chainsaw first came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Exorcist, just to see. Mm. You, you know when you're in the papers, like oh people fainted and the, yeah, whole, yeah. the ambulance came out to <laughs> keep come telling yourself it's yeah. only exactly. A movie I would love to be there just <laughs> yeah. to see if that shit was true or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different, just different time and era. Exactly. I, my mum's told me the story. She when she saw Exodus for the first time mm. and how it freaked her out for weeks. Yeah. And obviously when I first watched it, I cracked the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, was that after Jaws coming out, people started hunting <clears> sharks. <laughs> what do you think, like really? Why? Wouldn't surprise wow. me. People, people still kind of do now, really. Don't they? So, <laughs> so, I can enjoy fans yeah. forever. <laughs> um, but going, so my next question, obviously, is going back to what you were saying of as Jaws. Now, do you consider that as a horror film? Well, I have well, a, I have a couple yeah. of others here. So, Jaws is a horror film. Definitely. Would you consider the Hannibal Lecter films as horror films? No. Would you consider something like Lighthouse a horror film? Yes. Explain why. 
Well, with lighthouse, it's a it's a supernatural element, mm-hmm. so that's that's immediately horror. Yeah, it can be interpreted into in, with the lighthouse. It's all about um, what's in the mind. Mm. So not everything is concrete. Yeah. So that's like the horror aspect of human horror mind. Maybe. Yes. So yeah, but definitely not Hannibal Lecter. That's a thriller. Mm. That's Which is thriller, weird because yeah. he's considered a horror icon. I don't get that. Yeah, I honestly don't get that. Whatever. What do you reckon, Steve? Uh, I would say they're thrillers. All of them. Uh, no, or the, just the Hannibal Lecter. The Hannibal Lecter. Okay, yeah. Uh, just purely because I, I don't. I think when you watch it, you, you're never really actually thinking anything's overly scary or there's no like jump outs as such, mm. is it? It's very no. like the whole there's <clears> like an investigation going on. It's there's a lot of interaction between characters yeah. like, and horrors just necessarily aren't like that. They can yeah. be just quite. Simple. It might be going back to what Tim was saying earlier about the mood it is when you watch it. Yeah. Some people there's, might see it as horrific yeah. and well, call it a horror. Well, there's different, so even like with metal music, mm. there's many types of metal music. Mm. You know, you've got hair metal, you've got mm. death metal, you've got hardcore. With horror, it's the same thing, got different yeah. types of horror genres. But with um, Hannibal Lecter, I guess what they're going for in the horror aspect is human horror. Okay. So maybe that's it, but, but the rest ho- of it. But human horror is still thriller. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Totally, I totally yeah. agree. So yeah, something like, say, Seven. Yeah, I yes, that's yeah. that, that I was mean, the next thing I was going to say, yeah. So that's, that's like, you know, a brilliant film. It's got horror elements in it. It's got mm-hmm. violence and crime yeah, scenes. it's that's exactly like, the same as um, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. It's a serial killer movie. So yeah. Serial killer movies are thriller genres. Yeah. So why is Hannibal Lecter any different? And like, uh, in the year 2000, Empire released a compilation magazine about the greatest horror films of all time. No. And Fight Club was in there. What? <laughs> really? I kid you not, Fight Club was in there. No. It's not even classed as one. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was like, there's I've no way you would class be, it, but again. No. They're trying to be edgy and different. Just, it is. It's yeah, just like, I would like, never ever see something like that. I mean, I can understand maybe the ending of it might be yeah. horrific, you know, everyone's <clears> going back to zero again. Some yeah. people might be scared of that, but I can't if that's see the case, it in a horror film. that's the case, never ending story is a bloody horror film. Absolutely. You know, I it's, 100% it's, agree. It's classed as a kid's fantasy, but it's a depressing film about death and grief. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> that, that wolf used to scare the shit out of me in yeah. that film, man. Yeah, um, kids. <laughs> so Jaws, would you consider that being a horror film? Yes, even though it's PG. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think rating has anything to do with it. No, arachnophobia is a PG. And that's a, that's a horror film. True. Yeah, even true. the old black and white films are PGs and they're horror films. Mm. Yeah, those they're the universal classics. Mm. So yeah, A Train is not a factor, but Jaws is definitely a horror. Uh, yeah. You know. Something like Seven, it never gives you that fear of a serial killer because we know there's serial killers out there. But I think with Jaws, it was that sort of not knowing what's beneath you. Nobody knew. Did When you watch that film, nobody really knows, do they, what's going on until mm. sort of halfway-ish through the film. Mm. Uh, and Saints hunting you like that. I th- I, yeah, Jaws mm. is definitely a horror. 100%. Which would have been weird because the documentary where the shark wasn't working, I would have been interested to see the version if it was working. If it would have been a, yeah. a, a worse film or not, it might have been a blessing in disguise. Yeah, absolutely. It could have been more like uh, Jaws of the Bridge. <laughs> it, it could have been more clunky and goofy looking mm. if you'd seen it zoomed too many times. But you know, the build up works by seeing it less. Yeah, yes. you see at the end, less is more. Yeah, it's the Hitchcock factor. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. what it's and I think that's um, like a fundamental part of horror is your mind is an amazing thing, and it can come up with so many amazing ideas or interpretations of something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre you, you hardly see any violence but it's yeah. what your brain interpretates as what's going on in that mm. scene mm. Uh, 
yeah, I think that is horror. It's brilliant like that. Yeah, it's uh, with the Jaws thing. It's a uh, man versus nature. Yes, and that is terrifying. Mm. So that's horrifying. <laughs> so yeah, um, so over the years, horror has changed a lot. Like for example, we had found footage movies, torture yeah. porn. We got the Bloomhouse horror uh, haunting films. Um, do you guys get into any of those types at all, or um, did you like them at first? And now they've done to death too much. You're kind of like oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, they've they've kind of re- they've kind of peaked. They peak quickly because um, it's basically copy and pasting. Mm. It's been done to death. We've seen it all before. Mm. There's nothing new original. There are original horrors out there. Um, of course, yeah. They just don't get the, the, the main limelight because people want the same thing over and over again. They want nothing new or different. Mm. Something new or different does come out, but they, 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 they'll look at it and say, that's not what I expected, therefore I don't understand it, therefore I'm just going to put it to one side and say it's, it's rubbish. Yeah. When in actual fact, that's what you want, really. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's almost as if like, um, they're killing the thing they love the most. <laughs> it's like they want better horror films, but they keep asking the same thing over and over again. They get yeah. bored and tired of it. So it's like, well, it's like being fed the same dish over <clears> and over, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. They're too afraid to take a different journey. Yeah. But didn't you mention that with the 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 Prometheus sequels and stuff? Yeah, at one point it was like it was going a different direction. <clears throat> People didn't get it, so they were like, "We want this back," wasn't it? Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. It was like fans being terrorists on demand, saying like, "We didn't see any Xenomorphs. We want Xenomorphs," and then mm. we just got caved in and said like, "Oh, I'm going to listen to them." And a director should never do that. Yeah. Always believe in his own, like, craft. Mm. But did you, um, so, like, for example, when the found footage stuff come in, did you actually, like, actually get into it? Did you enjoy it, or? So at first, because it was, I mean, like, when Blair Witch came out, obviously, that was mm. great. I mean, I was, I was fresh, new, and I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, yeah. this is before internet times. Of course. People thought, I thought it was a real thing. And people thought this is an actual real footage. And the, the, the marketing campaign for that was unreal. Marketing was so good. Channel yeah. 4 did a documentary before, like two weeks before it came out. I remember watching it. Just off the off chance. I was um, on holiday somewhere. Was, I was like, South End, I think I was. Mm. Yeah, I was in South End, my parents. And then that just came on the TV. I was like, wow, I've got to see this. And yeah, I remember watching it at the ABC cinema. And, and the tagline for the film was, everything you've heard <coughs> is real or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really did push it to make out like, yeah, this is they, legit. They, they even, legit yeah. I remember going into, uh, I can't remember which one, I think it was HMP. <laughs> They even had a um, missing posters, like um, yes, that's right, yes, movie posters, but mm. saying missing. Mm. They may look like legit. I can say like yeah, these people are actually missing. Yeah, the police said, "Fuck it, we're going to put out and show the world." <laughs> I was like, "They can do that." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "The police bust for a steel door, yeah. <laughs> bust for a steel door." <laughs> they can. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, interesting." I'm, I'm guessing they because you don't actually see anything. Yeah, and my understanding was like, oh, "I don't see see him die," so I'm guessing they're thinking, "Yeah, let's put it out there," <laughs> and. Then, me and I thought well, yeah, it was again pre-internet days, so mm. that was great, you know. And then obviously, every other film started copying it, and then it just became cliched yeah, down absolutely. to death. And then yeah, what else can you do with found footage though? I mean, it's just a one and done thing. Mm. I quite enjoyed uh, the Japanese horror at the start of the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, it's going to bring the album as well, uh, which mm. you know contained elements of found footage in it as yeah. uh, as the thing, you know. Mm. Um, but again, they just seem to then do those to death and then you've got sequels and I don't think it helped that Scary Movie kept uh, ripping all the Yeah, but, but this, is the, this was the thing with Tim saying about it was doing something different. I think yeah. that's why the world cinema horror yeah. boosted. Yeah. And then because people can't be asked to fucking read subtitles, it wasn't ever as popular. So it's the, the American remakes. Yeah. Again, so the American remakes cashed in and they were like, oh, yeah. I can read it now, yeah. but I still don't get it. I'll give credit to The Ring. I do like The American Ring. The American version is good. Yeah. The two, second one was crap, but the first yeah, one yeah. is actually really yeah, good. I like the first one. Um, but yeah, it was just a shame how 
Because I freaking love world cinema horrors. They don't do much of them now. They really do they. Japan doesn't, know. Yeah. Um, they used to. Yeah, early 2000s was definitely, like, J-horror was massive. Um, Korean horrors started to kick in at some point. They, they mm. were good. But yeah, no, world cinema is very um, very underrated. I like. Prefer, I much prefer those because uh, there's no copy and pasting. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a different animal altogether to other horror films, so I prefer them. Mm. Yeah. And what about any of, like, Steve, did you ever get into the, the torture porn phase at all? Um, uh, uh, like the hostels, the sores, again, um, I, I enjoyed rinse, repeat, Saw. same sequel. I, I really enjoyed the first Saw one, film. yeah, it's yeah. a classic again, uh, isn't it? Mm. They, they were really good. Same, a bit different, obviously, had the twist at the end, which was good. Um, I did like, like, Grindhouse type stuff. I did enjoy those, where yeah, you got, like, the comedy side yeah. to it as well. Um, the but, nasties. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, the hostel stuff, I just find that a little bit too much. It's just violence. Never really got into them. No, no it's, it, was just, it was just shock factor on gore. There was no plot characters developments that you really cared about. It was just like, it was mainly just like, yeah, for Neanderthals to be like, oh, that was gory. Was like, mm. Well done. It's like, oh, you asked, <laughs> you asked for more. Here's this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember like, when Hostel came, make it good. I remember when Hostel came out there and people were talking about, uh, have you guys seen, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, it yeah. Um, the, 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 the eye scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People rant and raved about that so much. Like, oh my god, it's disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's probably one of the most tamest parts of the film, to be honest. It's like, yeah, it's it, nothing you've seen more if you watch Saw or something. No, yeah, because I remember seeing it and because um, Tarantino presented it. That's so right. I was intrigued just from that. Yeah. Because I, like, I love Tarantino. I was like, okay, if he's giving it a thumbs up. I'm, I'm there. Did he produce it or did he just back it? I think he just backed it. Okay. Yeah. It just says presented, which okay. basically just means I recommend it. Yeah. I was like, all right, you only recommend it because you're mates with the director. That yeah, was the exactly. only reason, which I didn't know. Mm. But when we watched the film, I was like, this is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, it's, um, it was really, uh, yeah, it just, like, it capitalised so much on trying to be gory, and that was the main selling point. There was no real structure to, to the film at all. Mm. Everything was a build-up to gore, 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 more gore, more gore, bit of tit, more gore, mm. and then gore. Yeah, so that's that all it was. Yeah, it was all. absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's a nothing thing. It's almost like uh, martial arts films. Some martial arts films are you know have no stories. You just watch the stall action. The, you just want to watch the kung fu scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, apart from Jackie Chan films and like The Raid, they're good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. of course. Have you guys ever enjoyed sort of Italian horror? No, I, 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 I couldn't. I personally it. never got really into it. No, I did watch. I've seen a few of them, like uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters. I've seen that. Um, I do seen, enjoy that one. That's one of my favourites. I've favorites, seen I think. two of Dario Argento ones. I've yeah. seen Suspiria and um, oh, what's it called? What's that one? Ah, oh, it's gonna bug me. It's another Dario Argento yeah, film. Yeah. All the same for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, there's something about the Italian ones. I just don't. I, just, I can't get into it. There's, there's that mu- that psychedelic music that you always use. The um, dubbing is awful. Isn't dubbing it? is absolutely <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> and then like the overuse of lights. And colours, especially with Dero Argento. Like, Blood yeah. is like this bright... It's just like, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It's a psychedelic kind yeah. of look into into horror and gore, but never a thing I picked up on or enjoyed. Yeah. No. So I'm not, uh, not a fan of Italian horror. Uh, creature Features is always my sort of soft spot. Yeah. Like, Define what a creature feature is. So for, <laughs> obviously, uh, Jaws started it, but uh, Piranha... Yeah. Uh, alligator. alligator. So I think Alligator <laughs> oh, is an absolutely brilliant film. Yeah. Is that the one where they? It's in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert it's Foster's so well shot, and it's got some really good actors in it. It's really well directed. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think that's a really underrated creature horror movie. Yeah. Uh, creature, creature yeah. show. Uh, Lake Placid. You've got uh, <laughs> comedy. Yeah, Lake Placid. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. At least it had some animatronics in it, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got Anaconda. Very tongue in cheek, but he knew that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember that film came out, and it was like from the director of H2O or something, and then from the writer of Alibi Bill. <laughs> so it knew it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know yeah. it's it was really short, wasn't it? It's yeah. only like 80 but, uh, minutes and, or something. Yeah, 20, something yeah. that, yeah. Self aware, dumb but harmless. Exactly. Like the yeah. Meg. Yeah. Really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, Just exactly. did what it said on the tin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's my sort of. See, I would even, I, I even happily will watch Jaws 3D or Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for shark movies. Yeah, they're, just, they're a guilty pleasure, regardless. Yeah. For me, anyway. Um, so, what do you guys? How you guys um, like the the haunting phase of films, like with mm. your Insidiouses and your Conjuring? But then, mm. it obviously, bigged up and made a, a. They're trying to make a universe out of it now. I mean, that's what's destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, haunted is it's almost like westerns. They come and go. Mm. Haunted, haunted house films come and go. They have like phases where it will work and then it doesn't work and it comes back. It works for like two or three movies and then it dies again. Mm. It's an odd one. Haunted house is an odd one. Um, I, I really like Insidious one and two, but <coughs> then after that, it yeah, just it never really great. caught my eye. Again, rinse repeat, wasn't it? It was a one-off film. It really didn't need sequels. It should have mm. stayed as that. It would have been much more better for just one movie. Yeah, yeah. And Conjuring's good as well. And then the second one was a. <laughs> but again, um, it's like I said with Haunted House films, they're touch and go. It's Conjuring 2, the one when he sings the Elvis song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Steve? Uh, do you get anything to, into anything like paranormal activity? No, anything I'm, not, like I'm not into anything like that or sort of satanic horrors, mm. stuff like that. That's not my thing. Uh, is it The Lady in Black or... Woman in Black. Woman, Woman in Black. Black. Yeah. That's, that's a good movie. I, I see, I enjoyed better, that. Though, but oh, I've seen the stage space. Yeah. Great. That's probably my limit on stuff like that I, I enjoyed that but mm. when it comes to sort of satanic stuff and uh, the sort of home footage stuff it's just not my scene I don't mm. really enjoy it mm. wasn't the woman black produced by Hammer they were trying to make a comeback yeah it was yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just really enjoyed that film I thought it was quite well acted I've not seen the play so I'm not quite sure if it was true to it or not Tim you've seen it you yeah said? it's different but it made sense as mm. as it, when the way a stage is done. I don't think it would translate to film as a way as to a stage. Of course, so, yeah. So it made sense to where there to like tweak it a bit. So yeah, it's 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 fine. I I enjoyed the movie. It's nothing. It's nothing quite, amazing to write no, home to. There is a oh, there's a British one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's got my, um, what's his name, Wally McDowell. He's in it. It's a British haunted house film. It's really underrated. That's going to bug me now. What's it called? Google it. Google it. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> Google it as we move on yeah, and yeah. we can come back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it. So my last question before we do with the top fives is literally what Tim said earlier on. We don't see uh, many original horror films now. Um, we've just had another remake been announced for horror-wise. Um, so my question to you guys is, do you think genre is a dying, horror is a dying genre? No. No, see, uh, for me, I'd like to see more sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think there's been enough. It's true. Yeah. There isn't enough of it. No, definitely. Because uh, you think like space is infinite. The ideas have got to be mm. fairly infinite. You know, you sure. could base it on another planet. Who gives a fuck? But you, <laughs> yeah, you could, you could, you know, do what you want on that planet. It could be any rules on that planet. You mm. know. Yeah. Uh, and I think that works when you go down the sci-fi route. Anything goes mm. really because that's the idea of sci-fi. It's not our reality as such at sure. all times. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, 
Slashers, uh, you, you know, your kind of Friday the 13th style, Halloween mm. style, I think has been done to death. I think there's only so much you can do on that. Mm. Uh, having said that, I did enjoy the Halloween uh, 2018 and looking forward to the others, but I, th- I think... Let I- it burn! <laughs> let it burn! Yeah. No! What was uh, that film? Huh? What was that film? Oh, it was um, Haunting of Hill House, made in 1973. Oh. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, recommend it. It's a good one. That, that's the Hammer one, is it? Or? No, it's a British um, <coughs> haunted house movie. Ah, oh, okay, right. Roddy McDowell. Mm. It's good. Very underrated. Oh, no Roddy McDowell's a fantastic Yeah, actor. he's really, he's really like, over the top in this one. <laughs> he's really? Yeah. But it's, it's good. I like it. I might have to download it, actually. Yeah, do try it. and get hold of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, horror I don't think will ever die. Um, mainly because um, it's it, it it's a good market deal. You can make it on the cheap and it will make bundles. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I don't think horror will ever go away. Um, the reason why I spoil why you don't get much sci-fi horror because you need more budget on that, yeah. and there's no guarantee with horror. Like the only reasons horror works is because they're cheap to make, and they make bank. Mm. They're guaranteed bank money. Even if it's a piece of shit horror film, it will make bank <laughs> mm. <laughs> because it's made on the cheap. With horror, is it like Paranormal Activity was made for fifty grand or something yeah, stupid. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Blair, Blair Witch, you know, the most successful one ever. Mm. What did it cost like, like twenty grand to make? If that, mm. and it made three million. Mm. In budget, massive, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's why. That's why I don't think horror will horror will always stay. There's always a there's just always, the ideas are dying, really. Yeah, the ideas are dying, but there's always <clears> a, a place for horror. Yeah, I think with the sci-fi horror, if it's something that someone is familiar with, like if it was a Dead Space movie, for example, based on the video game, yeah, that's probably how you would get people in seats for sci-fi horror. Um, but then again, unless it is a popular horror, people know. Kind of going with the the rating system here. Cinema doesn't like mm. anything over a fifteen nowadays, does it? No, is, is another issue with horror. It's because the um, studios bank on the idea that um, young audiences go to cinema more than older than older ones, so, exactly. Plus, which is ageist as fuck. You've <laughs> only got to look at uh, Predator, Terminator, uh, stuff like that. That's sci-fi mm-hmm. had sequels of late that have all panned terribly. But like, that's not, that's financially, yeah, no, that's another thing. I mean. What was it? Uh, new generations are living, still living off our old shit. Mm. I want new ones. I want, I want new like genres of generation of like different movies. I'm fed up with being their reboots and sequels. Yeah. There's too much of that shit going on. Absolutely. And so like, I get it. I mean, I've not got amnesia. I remember these fucking films. Stop trying. <laughs> you know, stop trying to boost my fucking brain as to say like, do you remember this? It's like, yes, I fucking do. I yes, think, I think we've sat for it. Half my fucking life I've watched this. Nearly all my life, I'd probably say. I mean, I think, like, personal to me, the only film of late that I've seen that I could say, do you know what, that's going to be like a Back to the Future or the Goonies, you know, type film to this me, is, is Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah, but this is the thing with, when we watch new trailers now, we, we look for the elements of our old films in there. And go, oh, yeah, look, that's... That's what Back to the Future is. That's yeah. what this is and this is. It's like Tim said, there's nothing ever no, new to, for no. us to go and stop going, actually, that looks pretty damn good. It's yeah. not copying off something else. I feel bad for the like people who are younger these days because they, they're still, we're still living off our stuff and I'm, I'm bored of seeing our stuff being brought up over and over again. Mm. You know, it's not as if they almost act as if like, it's because nostalgia for some reason has become the biggest banker and since I don't know, like the last twenty years, there used to be different new films used to come out, and now it's just the same old fucking rehashes all the time. Mm. So I have no idea what the I mean, system is or why why it still works. That's what bugs me. Why are people still going to these things? Why are they still selling and marketing it? 
there is new stuff out there. You know, there's like um, there's A24, easily one of the best um, studios around. Hell's fucking yeah! They, they are better than Universal. Dis way better than Disney. Um, <laughs> fucking buy <laughs> miles yeah. because they they are original. There's an original studio that actually gives. Um, full, <laughs> they give full creative control to the filmmakers without studio interference they just give them the money and trust the filmmakers to make the film they want to make yeah. that's what every studio should be like and mm. A24 with all their movies I mean they do different genres they do horror, sci-fi they do everything and all their films are original there's no copy and pasting all their stuff is fresh Yeah, they're not getting the limelight at some point I'm hoping they do but that's the only studio I'm banking on ever watching to find something new and fresh in today's market movies. Give people the opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, it's what's missing in today's market and A24, you know, heads up to them, they're the best. Mm. They're the best around for sure. It's, no, it's, it's weird how you're saying it because, again, uh, uh, probably a lot of these new films were fresh but then when they get a producer in, mm. they go, well, I want it to look like this. I want it to feel like that movie and yeah. this movie and obviously A24 doesn't do that but that's no. probably what is happening with the yeah. bigger budget ones. Yeah, which makes, the no, issues it in makes no sense. Like they, how's the biggest budget movies? Give don't give full creative control when they can afford to lose. Money. Disney, for example, yeah, they, they can afford. They got you know, it's chump well, They change. can probably produce twenty films and yeah. not make a dime on them, but all they'll they, still be as rich still be as rich. Yeah. And all they're doing is remaking their fucking cartoons into live action now. And that's I'm like, and, that, and that's like that's boring. That is boring. Come on, there's other stuff you can do. I know they can, and it's like they won't take the risk to do at least one film different. Because this is because they go back to that. What's that one that failed? Um, uh, like Song of the Dinosaur South? one. Huh? Song of the South? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It was, um, it was quite. It was in the two thousands. Oh, what the fuck? Is it the dinosaur? It was like it was trying. To, it was trying to be like a new space adventure type film, like um, it was like Prince and Persia in space type. Thing. Yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. I know. Treasure, treasure planet, treasure Pl- island, or something like that. No, it was like a live, futuristic. It was a live, live action one. Yeah, I had the guy from. Um, Oh, I know the one you mean. Uh, oh. So shit. I don't. I've never seen it. I just know the poster. Well, we saw it's, it at the cinema. It's got um, um, the guy from not Prince of Persia. No, it's got uh, Finite Lights guy in it. Uh, one of the, the one who gets um, had a massive budget. It was quite. Oh, um, John, Car- John Carter. John yeah, Carter. John Carter. That's the one. John Carter. Yeah. So that was a new Disney film. It failed. Mm. You know, it was like yeah, but it's like it didn't fuck the, up their their venue or their their money chump change you know when that failed chump change for them do more of that though at least take the risk and do something different mm. yeah it failed but at least they was ambitious enough to be different and like you know they can afford to make that risk that's what fucking bugs me though a24 be these like this small time people you know they can't afford the budget they want they have to struggle hard to get the movies made, but and they do fucking well when they do it because there's mm. no studio bollocks interference or saying you got to capitalize on this and that. You got to market these fucking like Mountain Dew or something. You got to sponsor. Yeah, Doesn't do any of that shit. They can afford to make a fucking movie, but they won't do it. They won't take that risk, and that's what fucking destroys me. It's like the biggest company in the world that doesn't take risk, and still people fucking buy them. Mm. That's what bugs me. This is it. Or I'm cancelling my Disney Plus. It's true. This is my opinion. No, this I remember seeing opinion. the trailer for John Carr and I was like, holy damn, that does actually look fresh and new for a Disney film. Yeah. It, was like, it was maybe a new Star Wars or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's, it's meant to be a trilogy, yeah. wasn't it? And then they end up buying Star Wars. Yeah, that <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, it's a shame. Like I said, they can do it, but yeah, it's whether they get their balls to do it or not. Isn't yeah. it? And, I, and I think, like Tim was saying, with the horror genre, it's 
It's very difficult to. God, you imagine Disney doing a horror? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking well, else? They, 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 they just won't pump the money into a horror film, will they? It's got they, to be low budget, sure to make some money. Well, they own Dimension and Miramax, didn't they? So they yeah. got them to do the horror Dude, films for them, didn't they? But Disney own Alien. Oh, they do. That's right now. Yeah, Alien so, and Predator. So, you know, if there's a new Alien Predator film, it's a Disney film. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> and how are they going to do? I, I, I guarantee if they do it again, it would just be like. A rehash of scenes like yeah. remember this from Alien 1 remember mm. this from Alien 3 I guarantee you it's going mm. to do that shit because that's all they fucking yeah I can't see them letting Ridley finish his film his, his trilogy With Disney involved no because no. <laughs> no. not being funny the guy's nearly 90 as well so yeah, he needs no to way. pack in as well I mean, yeah. I like him he's a great director I love his films but damn dude call it a day <laughs> so, yeah. not, not stopping movies but just stop Doing what you, you know, this idea of aliens, like you can do better than that. Like, mm. uh, was it that um, all the money in the world? That was good. Yeah, I true. like that. That was good. Do more stuff. Mashed, like mashed that. It, man. More, more films like that. That'd be fine. That's what you should be doing. Mm. Yeah. He's he's impressive. Though. He can do any genre. He's done the, nearly every yeah. genre except western. I like. He hasn't done a western. Oh, has he? Is he a western? No, he hasn't. No, no. That done. Has he done a kids film? Uh, I think he's been involved as in a producer, probably. Like Stardust or some shit like that. Scott, <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott Free Productions. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, he's never done a kids film. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. pretty much all of the questions I've got left. Do you guys have anything else in? If not, we'll nope. go straight to the top fives. Yeah, let's do it. It's time for a top five. Right, so um, how are we going to do this? Does anyone want to start first? If by any chance we have the same in our top five, we'll merge together and jump in on that like we normally do, okay? Yeah? Yep. Uh, anyone want to go first? I'll go first. Sure. <laughs> uh, yo, looked at me. I was like, okay. Well, no, because he got the list down. I was like, he's he's he's, oh, he's, ready. Pre- he's prepared. Oh, he's got a list. Yeah, go on. Then. I've got, I've got a list, but it's not in order. All right, go on, go for it. Oh, you go first. Yes. We'll, we'll go around this way. Yeah. All right, clockwise. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, number five. Wow. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, good choice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one. Yeah. The first. The one, original. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> uh, I just love the way it's filmed. Yeah. Love the weird music in it. <laughs> It's, it's so it's so low budget, but it just works mm. perfectly. The yeah. set pieces are fantastic. Yeah, like the house is just covered in bones and feathers yeah. and all this weird shit. Yeah, it just it absolutely makes you feel like you're not uh, sort of in America. In it, you're like you've been taken to a different place, an absolute yeah. maniac place. It's mm. just it does uh, its job by getting into that mindset of like being. Yeah. insane it is like, it's it, insanity the family, it's the family that yeah. it makes you laugh obviously it's got that comedy value no, to yeah, it it's, dark humor for sure. it, it's, it's just the way they, they behave and the old granddad hit her granddad hit her <laughs> um, I just loved it I remember look what your brother did to the door <laughs> you stupid um, yeah it, it was uh, a film I didn't see as a youngster <clears throat> but I'd heard about it and everyone said oh yeah it was banned don't watch it, it's horrific and all this. And you're like, oh, really? And then uh, I remember it being released on DVD. It was like the, the black uh, cover with his face on the front mm. and the chains are on that. Uh, I thought, oh, I saw it at Tesco's. I thought, oh, let's buy it. Let's buy it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I want to see it. Let's buy it. Got my week shopping? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to get Tesco. <laughs> exactly, yeah. How do I change the shopping differently? Oh, okay. um, yeah, bought it. And just oh, At first I thought... This is a bit weird because obviously it was low budget the way it's shot and and what have you. But oh man, it just stuck in my mind as just it's just so good. 
Yeah. And, and it's not even that, like we've said before, it's not even that violent. Well, no. I don't know why it was banned. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the, the the female lead, obviously Leatherface, with all his masks and what mm. have you, it's... Oh, it's just brilliant. I it's, love it. It's raw and gritty. It, yeah, and it is. Yeah, you just feel. And Toby Hooper just done a fantastic job. Yeah, for low budget, you can feel the fucking heat. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was like, filmed in the, the hottest time of the year or something, and you mm. can feel it in that film. It's, it's got like, like a... Uh, when they're sweating, you <clears> can tell they're yeah, actually yeah. sweating. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's so, like you said, gritty and that. You actually feel like you're there. Yeah. You feel like you're part of it because it doesn't have that massive budget to sort of make everyone look really like, yeah. like beautiful. Everything's, yeah, dirty. Every, yeah. Everything's filthy yeah, and sweaty and good. It doesn't, doesn't re- require certain camera shots no. done to make it yeah. look. It's like it's all naturally done, isn't it? It's and like, I, and all I the swear. Looks great though. It's very oh, experimental. It's, yeah. Like, and the, the, I don't know what the, the sound effects are. The, um, cause like, the music as well is very strange. And like, I don't even know what the, what, the it's like the are? one where you rub a stick <clears throat> down the. Well, yeah, so uh, that, that, oh, there's the camera shop. <laughs> the camera, yeah, it's great. I was like, who? <laughs> that's, that sound awesome. haunts me to this day. It's a great yeah. sound, though. Yeah. But it's very distinctive to that film. I think it's of a camera, isn't it, or something? It's yeah. meant to be of a camera flash, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but it's distinctive to that movie. It gives it that trademark feel. So you hear that noise, you, you immediately think, oh, that's Texas Chainsaw. But that, that bit always got me when. Uh, the guy's looking around the house and then he opens the shutter door <laughs> and he's just there. And that, yeah. that whack with the hammer on the head, the yeah. sound effects of that still gets me. It's sound just legit, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, and the, the meat hook bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like you don't see much. It's your imagination that takes a toll on that one as well because it doesn't show you. Like, even when he uses the chainsaw on the people he yeah. kills, you don't see it. And obviously, it's uh, briefly based on a true story it's it's in a roundabout way yeah it's based on ed Gein. yeah um but it was a it, it, it's a film it says based on true events doesn't mean the story is true it just means there are people out there that's done this kind of thing. yeah so which i hate when people say like oh this actually happens like, if it says true events yeah read the fact it says true events because <laughs> it's mm. a part of events that happened that are true not the story it gives people the element it's scarier, isn't it? If it really true, happened, doesn't true. it? Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like uh, this. Is totally off topic now. Uh, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. They when they said based on true story, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> they completely lied. Yeah, but they knew it to sell the market, and it, yeah. it, it worked. And then after the film came out, it's like, yeah, it's bullshit. By the way, I mean, it wasn't based on true story. <laughs> they just said it because I remember market. it's something like, oh, doesn't it say something like, oh, it there is like an event, but we had to change the characters' names or something. I think like names, characters, and story. <laughs> something like that yeah, it was changed, but I don't know. No, read the small print. Yeah, it sells more if you base it on true events, yeah, though, isn't it? Exactly. But uh, the idea is like it can happen. Yes, of course. And that's another thing what true events can say It's like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a thing that can happen. Like mm. people go insane, do weird shit. Yeah, and I think uh, like in Texas Chainsaw, when you're like the film almost takes you away from any normality. There's nobody else around. Mm. You're totally on your own. It's just a house, a forest, yeah. some dirty roads. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's. I just really enjoy it. I remember when I watched it the first time, it was before they re released it because, like you said, it was banned for yeah. so many years, wasn't it? Yeah. A friend of mine gave me his brother's pirate copy, and it was okay, the copy, but uh, I was in shivers. Yeah. Like the, the way you said it was shot, to me, it felt like it was like a real documentary or yeah. something like that happening mm. up until one specific shot, which you know yeah. I'm talking about when she gets off yeah, the swing. Yeah, things, yeah. Then I was like, okay, whew, this is a movie. Yeah. But I was still like. 
like you said, when the guy gets hit with a hammer, yeah. like you forgot the part when he's on the ground and he, oh, he, he, yeah, he shivers yeah, yeah. like yeah. a real person and he goes in front of it. Like, oh, mate, I was, yeah, yeah I was yeah. scared, man. I had time. the um, kind of same experience where it was a, it was a pirate copy that my dad got from a mm. friend. Um, but the, my dad was a bastard. The way he, <laughs> uh, the way he did was he just, um, because he basically watched the, the opening part. Yes. So he kind of waited until the credits went. Mm-hmm. And then he said like, hey Tim, come into, I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. But he says like, I want to watch a horror film. I was like, oh, okay, we're watching. And because he, he's, he waited for the time to finish. So I was watching this. I was like, what the fuck are we watching? Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Jesus. Cause I was like, I was like, this is, this looks shit. Because <laughs> it's like just some gritty film. So there's these people like on this like, you know, van. I'm like, Dad, what the fuck is this? What have you got me to watch? Because <laughs> he hadn't seen it either. It okay, kind of, right. But he wanted me to be involved, but, but he made me miss the title. Because I knew of the film from... Ah, um, so you thought it was like a real... I knew it was a film that uh, didn't ex- uh, wasn't available in the UK. Yeah. Because um, yeah, my dad had this, like... We had this, like, book of, like, um, movies. There's, like, horror book movies, like, sci-fi book movies. And I read about all these, like, horror films that were out. I was, yeah. I was, I was into Hammer Horror at the time and stuff like that. So I knew of this film. Um, but then, um, obviously, yeah, so what my dad was like saying, right, I'm going to watch this film. I had no idea what it was. People in the van pick up a hitchhiker. I'm like, what the fuck is this piece of shit weird film? And then you get to that scene when he appears, and I was like, oh. I was like, is this Texas Chainsaw Massacre? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, we're watching this? No I was way. like, get out. So I was watching it, and then um, I was like, oh, my God. And I was very, because I was like 12, naive and not into, didn't have as much perspective as into movies as I do now. Mm. But I was always like, it's like, why is this banned? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why was well, this I banned? I think the problem is it's had so much hype, didn't it? Yeah. Of it's a banned movie. You think, yeah. fuck me, this the is going to be bad. Scene, then the chainsaw scene came up, because I think the one I, because once I saw the park, it was actually cut, the cut version. So he starts the chainsaw and then just cuts the window. Yes. So, so even then I was just like, oh. Well, then, even the me hook scene, you don't see an awful lot. Yeah, no. I, I, and, I, I always <clears> thought that was cut yeah, when I watched it. The guy it. in the wheelchair when he yeah. gets cut. There's no, they just no. obviously... Yeah. Again, I think it worked for the right <clears throat> reasons. Just don't have the budget. So if you yeah. haven't got the budget to do it, don't show it, yeah. and that will actually be more effective. Yeah, uh, but I remember just like the visuals of it, like the the scene when she's, um, she's tied to a chair, the camera zooms in or out of her eye. Yes, I was yeah. about to bring that up. Like, I was like, "What the fuck was that? That's awesome!" Mm. And I was like, "I was remember taken by that more than yeah. the Leatherface." I was like, "This is insane." Mate, that part when <laughs> yeah. they cut her finger and start feeding it to the grandpa. That's I was, yeah. was weird. Yeah. 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 Like, I was yeah. shivers. The seat that he's in, I think he's in. Yeah. Uh, it's like all made of these little bones. I mean, it yeah. must have taken ages to make. It's got yeah. like beaks on it, bird yeah. A lot of their and furniture in the, is made of skeletons and yeah. stuff, isn't it? In the, in the yeah. limber and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. There's like feathers yeah. everywhere. Because <laughs> I remember reading about the film mm. and then I've, I had like images in my head of how the film played out. So, yeah, so when I was watching it, I had this idea of what the film was going to be. Mm. And I had no idea. That, I thought it was just literally just a guy with a mask doing like a Michael Myers thing yes going yeah. from house to house that was my yeah, that's what, interception of like what this film was going to be the whole family thing uh, it, was, it kind of threw me off the first time I watched it so I was just like kind of like, like this is not what I expected mm. but yeah when we go to that, that torture scene I was just taken back like what, this is weird and, I'm, and it's insane I couldn't believe I was seen. Yeah. I think it's the first film I saw that was shot so differently. Like you say, when you zoom yeah. in on the eyes, and that, you know, you just see like the generic filmmaking of yeah. movies. Yeah. And this was yeah. totally different. Yeah, it's about, and I could, I could feel, and then it's um, you can feel the seventies part. Yeah, of the film. totally. Yeah, yeah. 
I was like, yeah, this is a very 70s film. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it, yeah. Just, it felt like a time capsule movie when I was watching it. And I was like, yeah, it's, and it, obviously because it was a pirate copy, it's like banned in the UK. So I felt like, ooh. We're breaking the rules, fucking rebel. If you think think, like people got scared with Jaws and stuff like that, you can understand Mm. why this was banned at the time. I I do, I do get it, uh, you know, for the time, but obviously now, oh, it's taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it's a good choice, man. Oh yeah, definitely choice. Yeah, Tim, number five. Ah, number five. So the way I've compiled my top five list, um, I've gone by uh, categories of genres in top fives because okay. I, I find it very difficult to pick one better than the other mm-hmm. when it always equal to one genre. So I've gone by top fives in types of genres that I like from horror films. Okay. Interesting. That, the, which I find is easier than choosing films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me. yeah. So in the category of five, as my fifth pick, I've gone for a, a horror sequel. That's nice. And, and or part of a franchise. And that one for me is Exorcist Free. Nice. <laughs> Good choice. Criminally underrated. Yes. I fucking love Revive. <laughs> it is so. I think it's better than the first one. I'm not taking away anything from the first one. The first movie is a masterpiece. It is a great film. Mm-hmm. But Free for me is so much better. So much better. Yeah, I've known you for ages. You've always <coughs> spoken highly of yeah, Free. I've always. Always. Um, yeah, since I first met you. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Exorcist Free is the yeah. best. I, yeah, um, so if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have got the buy one, get one free. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, no, very underrated. I think the dialogue in the film fucking stands out so much um i love the characters in it and uh the fact that the um the guy who wrote the book of the first movie wrote and directed this one which is based on another book um which is an actual sequel to the exorcist and not talking about exorcist to the heretic the pazuzu piece of shit one <laughs> that is awful that you can that's james l jones <laughs> that, that you can scrap that one <laughs> but no exorcist 3 is impeccable it's just, the sound effects in the film I find it much more terrifying than the original Exorcist. For its time, obviously, when Exorcist first came out, sure. I understand that at the time, scariest film of all time, sure. Now, not so much. It, you know, it hasn't held up. It holds up as a very respectable horror film, not as a horror film as in like... Yes, uh, totally I agree. think Free stands out a lot more, holds up in time. I seem to remember reading that there was like priests outside the cinema when uh, <laughs> the first one came out. Because people were like so... See, I- I remember when number three came out and critics <clears throat> panned the shit out of this film. And, yeah. But it had such a cult following because it never really done big on the cinema. No. And the VHS came out. That's what yeah. broke the wall with it, wasn't it? it Definitely, was, yeah. Because um, I, I saw it first time in VHS. And, and there's, I saw the third one before the first one. Okay. So maybe that's why I might like it more. Yeah. Yeah, Possibly yeah. that. Yeah. Most like your first. It, it was might the first as well one. be the first. Yeah. And I'm... Um, Answered your question earlier. Your first movie, <laughs> not my first. Yeah, not my first. Didn't scare me, but no, 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 of course not. I was in fraud, but I was like, "This is awesome." This is it, so I've not seen any of the exes. So I know of them and what okay. they're about. What's the third one? Uh, so you seen the first one? No, I know a lot of it. I've seen okay. a few, quite a bit of uh, it. It kind of follows up from the first one. Okay, so it kind of it's the second one you can just write off. Yeah, so that doesn't exist. Uh, the third one's a true sequel, and um, so in the first movie, the. Um, priest saves a girl by telling the devil to come, well, not the devil, the demon, to come into him. And he jumps out the window, sacrifices his life. He dies, but the girl survives. Right. The third one is a continuation of the priest who died. In a weird way, he kind of comes in later. So the film starts off as a detective murder mystery. Mm. So there's a kid that's been killed. It's like a 12-year-old boy. But the way he's been killed, 
was killed by in a, by a way of a serial killer who was like who died ten years ago. All right. Um, and then another person dies in the same manner. This detective that used to work on the case um, starts figuring out like, okay, someone's killing these people the same way as this guy known as the Gemini killer. And sure. and um, he can't understand it because he's dead. He, don't, he can't understand how this, these murders are still happening. Yeah. He then, uh, through his investigations, he ends up going to back to this um, psych ward, this hospital. And uh, he sees this patient there who looks exactly like the Gemini killer. Or, well, says he's the Gemini killer, but he looks exactly like the priest who died in Nexus 1. Ah. Mm. So there's like, so, but... So I don't want to actually. I think you should watch it because I don't want to spoil. That's kind okay. of. The, that's yeah, like right. the that's, that's, yeah, that's a non-spoiler version of it. <coughs> yeah, it, it gets, gets a bit more. Okay, there's more to it. So it's got more of a like. A, should give uh, it a go, dude. Watch one and then three for it after. It, it's a detective movie. It's um, it's a horror film. It has all the elements of what you need in horror. It has basically you got because you got the hospitals, you got the police, and you got religion. It's all the three things in life that come together about faith and doubt. Almost you know, like you want to have. Faith in all three of those things, yeah, yeah, and all three of those are questioned within this film almost. Okay, so it all brings it together, and it's it's fucking phenomenal. Honestly, the sound effects in the film, amazing. The score's pretty good. The as score well. it has. I'm not a big fan of jump scenes. This one has the best jump scenes in my top fives. Okay, but oh, there's one jump scene. It's incredible. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's there's one of the best jump scenes I think in in horror films. I, I won't if, say if, what if, it is because I want you to see it. I'll ask you later because I think is, if there's one in particular I, I might think it hallway is. scene. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a great yeah. scene. Um, yeah, it's just it's a well written film. It's directed so so well, but it's uh, it's not perfect. It is flawed. Um, the original ending to the film uh, was kind of tame. I don't want to say because I want to. Say yeah. 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 But it was kind of tame. And um, this is kind of the only time when the studio interference made the, the good choice of changing the ending. It's very strange. Okay. Without spoiling it, it's hard to talk That's about. That's the issue yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. So it's not perfect. The ending is kind of like, that doesn't fit the whole film. It doesn't make sense the whole film, but the ending is good. Right. Okay. So it's, it's Visually, it's fucking impressive. Mm. Um, but it made sense as to why it was changed. But is that the last one they did? No, no, unfortunately not. not. <laughs> unfortunately not, no. But, it's, it's the last one you want to watch. <laughs> it's the best one out of the entire Exodus yeah. for me. And then obviously this, the first one. But no, Exodus 3 is underrated. Okay. They did Exodus 4, which was like a prequel. Two uh, of them. <laughs> and they, they, there was two different versions of it, wasn't there? Yeah. Was the, the one's actually done by Rennie Harlan. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They're for Hollywood version anyway. <laughs> yeah. Dog pisses fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn good pick! I completely forgot about that movie. Good pick, man. Thank you. Yeah. So my number five um, is kind of uh, kind of holds a bit of a sentimental value to me because I'm going to say what it is, and you guys will be like, "What the fuck is it in there for?" But uh, my number five is Scream. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Scream for me is one of those films that made me want to be a filmmaker. Nice. That makes any sense. Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, I love Scream. So basically. Um, we went to my mum. Me and my mum had a free evening one night to give one. And she said, Annie, let's go to Blockbusters. And I heard of this movie, Scream. Mm. Um, so we rented out. She, well, she rented it out for me. It was only like 14, 15 at the time, whatever. Uh, and obviously, it'd been an 18 rated movie. So she rented it out for me. And we watched this film. And obviously, it's got one of those opening scenes that is meant to be a big shock value to it. So my mum was scarred by it, but I friggin' loved it. But the thing that I loved about the movie was obviously, it's a horror film, 
but in a way, it's a murder mystery at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it keeps you guessing all the way through. And I thought, man, I could really, I could really write something like this. I could really write something into murder mystery, into horror, into something that really gave me that enthusiasm to be a filmmaker. And then two years later, I went to college and started doing media studies and, yeah, yeah. and started doing filmmaking and whatnot. Um, but it's just one of those films where, so after we rented it, I bought the pre-owned VHS from oh, Blockbusters <laughs> and I recommended it to all my friends at school and I brought the video into school and they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, I've heard about this. I've heard about this. I've heard about this. Mm. And and it, the, the, like, I was literally renting out my pre-owned copy <laughs> to everyone <laughs> in the class and everyone got to see it and everyone fucking loved it. And I remember, <laughs> funny enough, when that film, everyone finished the film, the second one was coming out. So okay. we all got together. I got my parents to buy the tickets at the cinema for me because we were like 15 at the time. Nice. We all slipped back our hair, watched the sequel. <laughs> Slip back, yeah. slipped back our hair, put, put our jeans on to look 18. I love it. Slipped back hair is older. It was in the 90s, wasn't it? Slipped back your hair, done. Like a and, Matrix era. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so so Scream is not the scariest films I've ever, but to me it yeah, holds though. a very... Mm. Very place in my heart that makes me. That, I mean, I, even if I hadn't watched it, I still love mm. movies. I've grew up watching movies, whatnot. Yeah, no. Scream has that thing where it tells you the, the horror rules. You know, we all know about yeah. rules yes, and horror. Right. Film, and yeah. the film taps into that, which is great. I think it's the first one to do that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was actually break yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. And it was also the one that brought in the late nineties horror genre back. Sure, your, yeah. your faculties, your urban legends, oh, your I still yeah. knows, and all that. So yeah. I, I, it was like the Kickstarter, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it definitely brought back the mask. The costume was just obviously <laughs> iconic. It was so annoying yeah. because it was in that cinema. I knew it was in the cinema, but obviously couldn't see it. But there was other stuff at the time, so I knew of it, mm-hmm. just could never watch it. So when I finally watched it, I think it was one of those ones that was worth the, all the talk at the time. Yeah. Uh, and what was this, mid-90s, wasn't it? 96, yeah, yeah. it came out. Yeah. You keep, like, guessing, don't you? You keep, like, second-guessing who it could yeah. be. It just keeps you mm. thinking. It never gives it away till mm. the end. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, this is it. And um, when you find out who it was, it makes sense as to why they do it. It was very smart writing for them. Simple writing, if mm. you will, but still smart mm. enough to be like, yeah. oh, this is why they're doing this and yeah. this is why they're doing that. Yeah. And going back to the whole, like, horror rules and, like, the horror genre cliches, but then not making it a cliche, just making it a thing of the film, making it a um, a sell point. The, um, like, killing off the main actress at the beginning. Yes, very exactly. Hitchcock, very yes. Hitchcock, like, psycho. And I was like, yeah. that's good. Drew Dramer was obviously the main, the main... She was, wasn't she? Yes, that's right. Dead within the first 15 minutes. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember that scene happened mm. and the title comes up and whatnot and... Yeah. Um, and then the phone rang. <laughs> my mum would, would not answer it. It was so yeah. funny. It was just yeah. like, yeah. So more freaky if it was the ring. You made oh, it's seven days. <laughs> Fuck. I actually did that to a friend once. No way. Because well, you, you know the DVD, there's a special feature where you can just watch the ring. It's the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. So whilst I was watching it, like, my phone went down my pocket. And then I went, that. <laughs> no way. It went, because uh, I did one for one, which is private number. <laughs> Oh, no way, did you really? <laughs> didn't answer it. it so awesome. just freaked out. And what was freaky about that, when you press play and watch that whole bit, you couldn't yeah. turn it off, and w- the, the no. feature wouldn't let you turn no, it off. Unless, you, know, unless you pulled the power cord or whatever out and pulled the yeah. plug out, or that's how it would stop it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, it was freaky. Yeah, yeah Scream's good to Yeah, yeah good so choice. yeah, like I said, it got me into uh, screenwriting as well. I was writing horror films and you know, short story films and whatnot, and yeah, yeah it's it's there. It has, to be in the, it has to be in the top five. Sure, definitely. Number four, sir. Oh, let's have a little look. Oh, just getting the list out. <laughs> right, number four. <laughs> Shall I open it? <laughs> your list, sir. <laughs> open your list. Right, I've gone for a sci-fi horror. All right. Okay. I um, think this is where you and me are going to clash now. I think, we, I think we're all going to clash on this one. 
Event Horizon. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I've got that. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's in mine. My, it's my number three. So oh, okay. we'll skip my three when we go around, okay? Cool. Uh, well, we can both talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, we'll skip my three, so we'll both talk about it now. Cool. So I saw this uh, on an old VHS that would have been at my friend's house. Nice. Probably back in 98, 99, something around that. Mm. He said, you've got to watch this film. Because we love sci-fi. He yeah, said, yeah. you've got to see it. It's like horrific. Mm-hmm. I was like, can't be that bad. And I remember just sitting there and... <laughs> Some of them scenes in it yeah. literally shook me to the core. Yeah, still mm-hmm. do today, man. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, it's fantastic. I, you, you can when you watch it now, you can see that uh, again. It's one of them films. The studios got involved, rushed production, stopped certain things in it. But it, I, I don't. Know, I just really enjoy it. I love sci-fi. Obviously, I love horror, and I think they go so well together in this film. Mm. Um, it takes you to that almost unknown. You, you go to hell in it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's back you were saying about sci-fi horror films not being made as much. Yeah. When mm. this was this was 97, this came yeah. out. Yeah. wasn't much sci-fi and all that at the time, wasn't there? So when it came out, it was a, yeah. a shock factor. Like, holy crap, this yeah. is actually not a bad movie, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones that made more on VHS than yes, it did. Yes, definitely, yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw it when, because um, uh, uh, my cousin from Germany, he had a Japanese VHS version of it. Okay. Right. So it had the... Um, it was the movie, they're all speaking in English, but Japanese subtitles. And I don't know whether there's this thing in Japan, but you know when uh, you see the woman's breasts? Yes. They dub the, it out, don't they? The end day, they put square blocks on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's censored. So I was just like, huh? And I thought it was part of the film. <laughs> and I was, like, and I was like, so I was like, why did the director blurring his own fucking movie? <laughs> and then I was, it was like, oh, maybe it's a Japan thing. And then obviously found out it was like, yeah, it's a Japanese thing. Because I know, because when I went back to, um, so obviously we, I watched that in Germany, and then um, I think it was like a year later it came out on UK VHS. Yeah, and I saw nipples. I was like, ah, ah <laughs> they are there. Japanese ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Japanese censor nipples. Yeah, <laughs> okay. But I love all the characters, like the, yeah. the crew. I think they've just all got such brilliant personalities. Mm. It's good casting. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, oh, it's just that that bit where the, his wife's eyes are like all dark. Totally. Oh God! I remember that scaring yeah. the shit out of me. Such that bit where he's crawling. Show you. Yeah, <laughs> he's crawling through the uh, ventilation shafts yeah. yeah. or something to repair the trombone shot. And yeah, the oh. I friggin' love that shot. Very good shots in the film. Mm. Just a visual standpoint, it's just striking images. Like even the actual Event Horizon, the circle thing with the yeah, thing, the um, yeah, the uh, the cheese grater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah the bit before, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, everything about it is just visually striking, and uh, even the um, I mean, <laughs> some of the special effects are a bit dated, but but some it, of the it, sets on that are. But the prosthetic makeup in it is fucking. Yeah, it's nightmare. the it's the CGI effects that are dated on. Yeah, but stuff the, like floating around. Mm, but. Yeah, but other than that, the physically it just like the the prosthetic makeups on uh, Sam Neil towards yep. the film is incredible. Well, I love the actual <clears throat> Event Horizon ship. It's so gothic. Yes, yeah, the shape of it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. like almost cathedral like. Mm. It's it, a cross. It's a, it's a Jesus cross. It's, it's yeah. um, for for a ship that's meant to be exploring space. It's quite a scary looking ship, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. It's, it's shaped like a cross, so it's like, yeah, like yeah, Jesus on the cross. Thing, mm. so. Oh shit! Do you know what? I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. How weird! No. I've never really thought of it like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, because obviously it goes to hell and back. Of course it does. Yes, it does. Join Gorgon. Yeah, no, I love the. Um, it's um, it's very almost Hellraiser like with the whole metal and flesh fusing together. Mm. Yeah. It's, there's something about that you can taste metal because you know when you sometimes 
You ever tasted blood before? Your own blood? Yes. Yeah. Has that it tastes like it. It, it tastes metallic, metallic taste, yeah. Metallic, yeah. So when you see a scene with metal and flesh coming together, you can taste that metallic mm. that, that kind of taste coming Absolutely, back. yeah. Yeah. So it's very unnerving and just eerie to look at. Like when you get the shots from hell, which are in just like quick, uh, quick glances, flashes, yeah, quick flashes, yeah. Because oh, they wanted to show it fully, but obviously it was like for due that's to right, the, yeah, R rating or that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah they, it could be really. It's going to be X rated or something, wasn't it? If yeah, they basically, basically, something like is it Paramount that? Is it Paramount Studios? Yeah, Paramount, yeah, yeah, they basically said you just cannot do this. You need to cut it's half an much. hour. It's <laughs> way too way much. Too yeah. much. I think you... even like the test audience were but, like, how lucky the test audience! They got to see a four-hour cut of that film. Yeah, well, we're they, they, they felt all over that. Well, they said no, they were nauseous. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're we're very uh, we'll be very hopeful anyway that next year Shout Factory are releasing it. They're and doing it a good could job. Possibly of, yeah. have the V. It's only on VHS. There's no actual. No, they've done that before. Yeah, there's that, but they, they did it with the burbs and that from yeah. Joe Dante's copy. They actually, they actually did it with um, the very first um, Alien box set that came out for DVD. The Alien quadrilogy, they called mm. it. They yeah. did it with Alien Three, yeah. And something yeah. you could tell because some of the audio is fucking dire in, yeah. in that yeah. cut. And obviously, they redid it for the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is a lot better, obviously. Yeah. But they can. It's like you, you guys say, it's possible they can do yeah. it. If they do enough good enough job. So, they so can basically, do it. they had it all filmed. Yeah. It went to some sort of salt mine, or in Romania or wherever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. So when they went for the original DVD, they went to get the footage again. Yeah. When they discovered it, it was all totally damaged. I think there was about three included deleted scenes on the DVD yeah. that mm-hmm. made it. Yeah, the rest is gone. However, one of the producers has still got the VHS copy of it from the original test screening ah. with all the footage in it. We got oh. some of the deleted scenes on the DVD. Yeah, but you don't get any it? of the hell scenes. All the bit where they're like sodomizing <laughs> yeah. one. But and some of that's, and... some of those deleted scenes were really, yeah, yeah. really yeah. good to be honest. Yeah. How Sam Neill done some of that stuff in that suit is yeah. unreal. Because it was a rushed production, but yeah. so much effort put in. Mm. A lot of effort. That's what that's, that's the thing. That, the, even the dialogue is great in it. Like some of the lines. Yes, I was so literally about good. to say that. Yeah, some of the lines are, are killer, mate. Yeah. Actually killer. I think um, I, I watched an interview of, uh, is it Paul W.S. Anderson? It's yeah. uh, it like when you're making a film, after it's all shot, you have something like eight weeks to edit it. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, had two. Yeah, yeah. He, he was very time constrained, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. And like that, was included he had to um, put sound onto that as well and what yeah. have you you know it's, he said <laughs> he was rushed yes editing's not an easy thing to do man Trust I think me. because uh, was it Titanic was out that year and I think yeah. well, there was some big film coming out I know Titanic was out that so, year so yeah so this came out in August and yeah. Titanic would have been three four months after yeah. this so yeah. they said to him you've got to get this out regardless so mm. he literally had to apparently he never had a break he literally was working I, I, around I, the globe you, you, you can, can tell, tell yeah. you can tell definitely <laughs> But um, I remember this Event Horizon was actually the first 18 rated movie I saw in a cinema. Okay, and I was nice. only 15 at the time as well. <laughs> Again, slick back that hair. But no, I want to go back <laughs> nice. to when I first saw the trailer for this movie, okay? Yeah. So I went and saw Men in Black, which is PG rated, yeah. okay? And this was back in the 90s in the day where you could put any type of trailer on before yeah. the movie. You yeah. could be any age rating. And they played the trailer for Event Horizon. Nice. And that's the only way I knew about this movie. And the trailer is very... It tricks you because it makes you lead, lead to believe that there's a monster. It's brought back a monster sure. on there. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to go see this movie. So I met with my cousin for one weekend. And he's like, do you want to do movies or whatever? I said, look, there's this film coming out. I think it's this weekend. Can we go see it? We get seats for it. Mm. So we saw it in Wimbledon, uh, Odium in Wimbledon, whatever it was. And sat there. Loved the movie. But I was just like, I kind of wanted a monster to be in it. But 
looking back at it and rewatching it now, I'm glad it isn't. Mm. Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah. It's just... Um, the monster is all, almost inside everyone, isn't it? Well, yeah. Because there's scenes yeah. in the film where someone is getting chased by somebody, you don't see it. Again, it's all mind-manipulating, isn't it? And that's what I Plays love about it. <clears throat> the ship is hell. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. the monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, I'll never forget that. It was, yeah, one of my... First all time eighteen uh, rates. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> mine was mine was actually Hannibal. <laughs> was it really? Oh wow! I was. I, I think I skipped school, and then um, was you under eighteen when you saw it? Yeah, I was seventeen. Okay, no, sixteen. Sorry, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, I was in school. Yeah, sixteen, and I uh, had one of those um, four week passes. Mm. Um, UGC cinema. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So I skipped school, and I thought I'll give it a shot. See if it's, I'm waiting for to say you're not eighteen. And I got in. So I was like, because because you should have been at school. So it was like he's clearly yeah, not eighteen. He yeah, should be at school. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. My mate uh, slipped back in. Please tell me you did at some no, point. I, I did. I, yeah, I did. You worked there at one point in the end, didn't you? In that cinema? Yes, for yeah. uh, two months. <laughs> was that all it was? I was a bartender. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was a bartender <laughs> upstairs where Starbucks is now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but yeah, Ben Horizon is a cracking good. Well, my, my friend will listen to this that I watched it with. But what I used to do was when we just sat there on the sofa and that, he'd have like the VHR. I said, Oh, could I have a look at the cover? And, mm. that, and when I knew a scary bit was coming out, I used to just put it in front of us just to something. So I didn't want to grab a pillow or something, you know, a cushion yeah. or whatnot. Uh, just I'd be like reading the Mate, back of it. It was that, another one. Uh, it's another one where I waited for Blockbuster to re release their pre owns. And I bought it first day. I think I paid thirty pounds for that as well. Nice. Did it scare you when you saw it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially mm. the decompression scene. That was yeah. whoa, just that awesome. even does my head in yeah. now, mate. Oh my god, it's starting. My <laughs> eyes. Oh my eyes. The veins Help that come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. Don't think about them. Shut them. <laughs> <laughs> just some yeah, there's some wicked, wicked lines in that. Yeah. And perfect casting. Good choice. Yeah, Good choice. Nice. Number four, Tim. Four. So uh, this is under the category of world cinema horror. Oh, okay. Tough cool. one. It was so tough to choose one. Uh, there's, there's literally loads. Mm. Um, I was very close to picking a French one. Uh, there's one called Inside. Oh, I love that film. Inside is... Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm not big on gore films, but that is probably the... Mm. Next to Brain Dead, one of the goriest films I've seen. Um, but it's done in an artistic way, and it's um, visually striking. And, mm. Too right. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's very, Maybe you let me borrow the DVD for that. <laughs> it's very French. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's that amazing shot when the woman's uh, standing outside the window and you just see the silhouette of her, just blackness, and you see the cigarette butt in her mouth and she's, when she sucks the cigarette butt, you only see her eyes light up. It's, yes. It's a fantastic yeah, it's a shot. shot. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's, so, yeah, that was close into that one. I was very leaning on that. Um, in the end, I went for Let the Right One In. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, my God, you bastards. <laughs> oh, my God. I friggin' love yeah. that film. It's the it's our, the original you're talking about. Of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because um, it's the only one that's a vampire film on my list as well. Yeah. So, oh not only is it, I mean, uh, it's under two gaggeries. My favourite vampire slash world cinema. Is it um, Norwegian? Swedish? Swedish. Swedish. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah unique. Um, I remember seeing it the first time. I was like, this is amazing. I've not seen anything like this. This is um, different. It's the, it's the vampire film like nothing I've seen, but it does follow the typical traits of Dracula. You know, like the whole like uh, she's almost Dracula. He's, she's got like the Renfield character, the guy that helps her uh, get blood for him and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And then you kind of, and then she falls in love with the boy. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the girl he wants to be with. It's, it has that same the old, Dracula theme to it, isn't it? Has it? It's just same, vice versa, isn't it? It's the same story, but it has that childhood trauma feel to it. There's that, you know, there's a, a child being bullied at school, has no friends, finds friends in, in the way you wouldn't think with, mm. with a monster, <laughs> a, a girl who's been around for hundreds of years, if I'm yes, right. yeah, yeah, hundreds of years. And it's like her first friend in a hundred years. Like that. So there's something touching and um, just it's, a, it's a, almost a drama. The friendship side to it is, is amazing. It's almost a drama in a horror theme, mm. but it's, it's more lean to drama. But it's still a horror film, mm. and there's some really good fucking like scenes in it, like the hospital scene with the um. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there's so many sequences. Like the horror sequences are fucking good horror sequences. Even the swimming pool scene at the end. Yeah amazing um and you really feel the 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 characters you you actually feel for it's the main kid you actually feel for this kid absolutely you emphasize so much of him and you're with him the whole time mm. and you even go to find you get a fun liking of the vampire girl almost as well absolutely so yeah it's um yeah uh, it's a unique movie and i think it just deserves a lot more credit than it, it should have the remake was obviously atrocious <laughs> do you know what i never watched it because don't, i love the original yeah, too much don't, don't. i absolutely Freaking no. love! I'm so glad I didn't put it in mind. Yeah, no, don't, don't even, don't even watch it. I mean, I watched it purely for curiosity because curiosity will always get me. Even if I know it's going to be shit, I will still have to watch it. When did it come out? 2009. Uh, yeah, 2009. Yeah, yeah, and then the remake was 2011. If you get a chance, Steve, watch yeah. it. Is a is a good. So one. it's like Netflix or. Um, it has been on and off Netflix for a yeah, bit. Yeah. I My, think it was on Amazon last time I know uh, because yeah. I, I recommended it to someone a while yeah. back and he watched it and loved it. Phenomenal film. Yeah, it's a great movie. There's one scene I really, really, really like in that film is um, like Tim says they follow even though it's a, a kind of vampire risk film they they follow the rules of a vampire. So there's mm. a part where he says, "Come in the house." She said, oh, "Can't you have invited me?" Yeah, yeah, that seems And great. She, he's like, "Well, what if you do if I don't invite it's the you?" First one to tell you what happens. What happens exactly? Yeah. So she walks in. And I won't give it away, yeah. but it will shows you what happens Why, to a vampire if they don't get invited in. Yeah, because you know what happens when garlic water hits them. You know what happens when yeah. they see the cross. Yeah. You've never seen a film where you said like, "What happens if they come into a house uninvited?" And then you see what happens. It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's the first one to do that. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Holy crap! This is yeah. genius! <laughs> genius!" So genius. yeah, a totally original and unique film, and um, my favorite world cinema one, definitely. Yeah, good yeah. choice, sir. Damn good choice. I am really good. It's not in my <laughs> list, you bastard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my number four is probably the kind of newest on my list, even though it's Ooh. 15 years old. That's, uh, not new. <laughs> that's the, the newest on my list. Oh, All okay. the rest are, are older films. Okay, gotcha. um, so this came out in 2005 and um, it's done by a director called Neil Marshall who did Dog Soldiers. <gasps> I know what you're going to do. But The Descent is, yes. is his second ah, feature is my, is my favourite. I friggin' love that film. It's very close to getting my top five. I Was it really? It, but it's a fucking good film. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very, very underrated and it's very. one of those ones where people didn't like the ending but a true horror film is the ending. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's a great ending. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the English one, not the American cut. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking, don't get me started on the American cut. And then the sequel came out. Fuck, oh, Jesus. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, I, I love this because I admire the way it's shot. It's... Oh, yeah. It Because if no one knows the story of the film, basically it's about a group of women who go on a um, camping trip or whatnot and they go into caves, they explore and whatnot. It's kind of like the hobby thing they do and they obviously get stuck in there. Um, but the claustrophobic feel, the lighting, everything. Neil Marshall done it. Mm. So if it, the lighting in the film is literally what they have on them. 
Mm. Like if they got a hold of lighter in their hand, that's all they're going to have. If they use the torches on their helmet. That's all they're going to have. Yeah. Um. Even though he, if you watch the making of it, it's it's done in open spaces. But the way he shoots it, mm. especially with a wide lens as well, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> it's very claustrophobic. It very. makes me feel yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. I I need to take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. I'm, yeah. If I'm brave, I'm brave with them in this yeah. film, sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, it has one of my favourite jump scares of all time in this film, mm. um, the night vision camera. Yes, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Have you seen it, Steve? No, but I've seen bits of it. And I think okay. I've seen that. Oh, night watch it. One. It's so good. It's so good. Even the again the sound effects and stuff to the creatures yeah. and everything is just it's a slow burn. It's a perfect fucking way to to get involved with the characters and you you feel for them for the rest of it. Mm. I think yeah, you didn't, I think the horror element doesn't happen until forty minutes in, 40, at least forty five minutes at least. in. So the whole film is just like a, a character build-up. So you get to know all the characters, I know all their quirks and like funny. There's like one and, shocking bit at the beginning, isn't it? And then the rest is build-up, yeah, isn't it? It's got the protagonist part where it's like so it says that she has a tragic past, and that's brought up throughout the most of the film. Right. And like she got she's got a bunch of friends with her to you know confine and support her, her, support her and for for a time of healing. It's a it's a very good movie. I remember the trailer and stuff, uh, and everybody talking about it. But and I, I love I the trailer. The trailers did it justice. It shows nothing at all, yeah. and that's what I loved about the trailer. I just, I just remember everybody saying, "Oh no, it wasn't that great." So I, no, I just never no. got my. And this is the thing: we were. You might have been with me, Tim. I can't remember. I did. I saw it on DVD. I know oh, it wasn't you. Then no. I remember going there. There was a big group of us. It was a sold out place, and people were. You can tell people enjoying it because they get scared and you can see it in their faces and they jump and they yeah. jump scared whatnot. It's literally the ending of the film is what everyone hates about it. I like the ending. And I love the ending. <laughs> the ending makes sense. If you're yeah. with the story, I won't spoil it for you, but yeah. in terms of horror films, horror yeah. films should end like that. Right, okay. okay? Yeah. I'm not going to give it away because, again, you should give yeah. it a go. It's a damn good movie. But I yeah. remember walking out of that and a lot of people were like, well, it was fucking shit. And I was like, yeah, but you were, you were shitting yourself <laughs> earlier just now. So you were enjoying it at one point. Exactly. And it's up until that ending. It really pisses me off because it's such a shame. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, but yeah, it's, it's why it's got to be in there. It's my number four. No, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Number three, sir. Right. I'm going to go for. The thing. Ah, nice. That's so carpenter. weird because <laughs> that's my third one. <laughs> it's my number two, so we're going into it. We're all going into it. We're all going to do it. Perfect. We're all going uh, into it. Right. Well, we're both wearing Thing t shirts as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go into it. Let's well, all, well, let's all go into it. Yeah, so, yeah. so wow. well, I first saw this, I think I might have said it in another mm. episode. Okay. But uh, it was Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> Right, v- <laughs> right. What? V- yeah, right. What? VHS uh, that my uncle recorded of the film. So he had it there. I saw Hot Shots Part Two. Mm. Right. I thought, oh, I want to see that. But then, as that film finished, the thing was on the next part of the VHS copy. Okay. Right. What? Random. No, what like so you know. So what he what you record what you used to record. Oh, you leave it running and it's on afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, Sorry, I got. I thought we so had like I a double bill VHS no, no, or something. No. Right. So we're going so, way back. Yeah, yeah. We record stuff of TV. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously I watched Hot Shots comedy, laughing for it, and that, and then this what next film starts, <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay, what's this? Maybe it's the first one or something. No, I oh, 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 couldn't have been far different. I, I, um, I have, I have a same, combo, I, I had the same sort of issue with you, but we'll go in between uh, a minute. We'll yeah, go into yeah. later. Yeah. Go on, go on. Um, so yeah, uh, this film, I, I, I can't remember that much about it when I first saw it, other than being like, this is just brutal. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this is one of my favourites purely because you never know who actually is the thing. 
The set pieces are That's brilliant. That's the scary part yeah. of it, though. Mm. It, it's so psychological. It, it's it's so well shot. The effects are just incredible. They still hold up. Wish the sequel went along with that, but or prequel, I should say. Uh, it has to be up there just purely because you're so isolated. You never mm. go away from the snow. You never go to another place, or no. you never like uh, see any other people that are uh, outside help or anything like that. It's just you in this zone, yeah, no. in this horror zone. It's just you don't know who's who. I just love it. It's great film. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant film. Yeah, because it's um, this goes in my category of uh, sci-fi horror. Yeah, and obviously, Event Horizon was very close, mm. <laughs> but I had to obviously give it for the thing. Has to be, of course, of course, the thing. Because um, um, yeah, I saw it at a very early age, um, probably eight, eight <laughs> or nine years old, probably. Um, one of those. It was one of those doing my. Like, <laughs> no, Are you yeah. serious? That young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mind you, I saw Aliens when I was eight. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw Evil Dead when I was eight and stuff. Um, no way. Yeah, well, basically, at my because um, my dad used to when I was when I was, when I was on school holidays, I didn't really play out much. I was basically the cable guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, but we, my mum, uh, my dad would be working, my mum would be out working, I'd be left indoors, we, we wouldn't bother babysitters. Yeah. I was perfectly fine being in the house alone. Same as me, put me in front of VHS, yeah. I'd be fine. So I always snuck up to my dad's room and watched the films I weren't allowed to come to watch. Okay. So I was like, okay. And I remember seeing the cover for the thing, I was like, what the fuck is that? So it's a guy's like um, face, like just like stretching. It's like a blue background cover. Yes, that's it's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. so, so I remember great. that. It's the guy <laughs> with the uh, Norris's head, isn't yeah, it? Just it's the side, like, yeah, just on the side. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then at the back of the cover, you've got Kurt Russell looking at the ice box, and then you've got another picture of Kurt Russell with his ear bleeding. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, right. Yeah, that was the back of the VHS, and I was like, I was like, hmm. But I was watched it because it was. It just said eighteen, and um, I remember watching it. I was obviously in the dog scene. I was like, okay, wow. But yeah, the, um, when we get to the, when you get to the whole chestburster scene, I was fucking blown away. I was like, "What the fuck am I yeah. watching?" And I thought, mm. and then I just knew I was like, "I should not be watching this." Mm. <laughs> but I was I was enthralled. I was like I was like captivated. I was like, it looked real. Yeah. And um, being that I was eight and nine, I didn't understand prospect makeups and shit. So I just just I watched it not knowing how it, how it was done yeah it looked real to me yeah. mm, absolutely like, fuck this <laughs> I was like, this is it still terrible. holds up to this day dude it's well. a great fucking That's no, say, no, yeah out of all cyber the effects anyway yeah of all cyber films I think this one will always stand the test of time absolutely. I did a uh, similar thing to you Ant with uh, Scream when you started lending it to all your okay, friends yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah. so with this I used to say to all my mates at school I've got this film I don't know what it is all I know is it's called The Thing mm. uh you got to come and see. It's the most violent film ever. Mm. And I used to, every lunch break, I'd get a new friend to come round mine, and we'd stick it on. Just and I'll just quickly fall, fast forward for all the gore scenes. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was, like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like this. Mm. It was yeah, terrific. Uh, Going on. No, I was just going to say. I think what keeps you guessing with it as well uh, is that you never know what the actual creature looks like, do you? You, and it's you never do full stop, do you? No, you never will probably. No, it's a mutation uh, of all kinds of exactly, yeah, yeah, it's, which is great. Uh, the only clue you've got is it must be of some size because of the size of the ice mm. block that the Norwegians dig out. Yeah. However, you don't know was that alien in a different form when it crashed? You it's just, basically a virus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. very much just a virus, and then when which when is you, how who uh, Blair treats it in the film yes. as a virus, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And that's why the whole quarantine thing happened. Mm. If it does do test blood tests, it's, it's mm. very much a virus movie. Um, yeah, it's uh, there is no film like it. 
I think first of its time, and then I don't think any other film has been able to capture that same magic as the first one has done. So. Which is weird because it's a remake, isn't it? This version, yeah. yeah. And it's, I wouldn't say superior; it's, it's probably far more superior than the fifties one. But the fifty one's a different animal altogether. Yeah, it's, of it's a Garner suit. Mm. But you know, but both hold credibility for being uniquely brilliant for their one thing, like the original fifties one, the guy in a burning suit. Yes, he gets a gasoline for him mm. for its time. That was fucking. Phenomenal. Mm. No one had ever seen anything like that. I mean, we see getting people burn. But even if you watched it now, it's still fucking. The original, original. Yeah, the because the, they think from another world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. because I like, obviously with today's fucking prospect makeups and stuff. I mean, when it comes to people getting set on fire, it's um, it's more tame. If you watch that one, this is like the first time they're kind of using it. In okay. Yeah. So there's a bit of it on fire, but then they throw more gasoline on him whilst it's on fire. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Watch that fucking scene because that is impressive. Even to today's standards, no fucking something yeah. will ever copy that. Do you think like uh, Predator as well, the, the movie would have been at least open better if you didn't see the spaceship so you don't actually know what it is? So like Predator, you see a spaceship, so uh, go to Earth. So you, mm. you obviously know it's something from another world. Yeah. Same with the thing. You open up with the flying saucer crashing towards Earth. Sure. But that's kind of a throw-off point because when you see the alien spaceship, you're expecting an alien. But yeah, don't, but... The fact you don't see an alien because mm. you're expecting an alien for the whole film. But mm. do you think if you... So let's say you never saw the spacecraft at all and you just see I think this people, ice block... People would, have been, have, people would have connected the dots that it was an alien yeah. at the end of the day. Well, I have a film that you see the spaceship, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. But like I said, I think that opening, the whole point of the opening was to throw people off to think like, right, it's going to be like... Like the original thing movie, mm. it's just a man, an alien suit. Yeah. So that's kind of the throw off points. Like, here's a spaceship, you don't expect an alien. And then you see a dog running around. And then you see the other people being all mm. caught up and shit. And you think, okay. And then, it's, and then they find a spaceship. Yeah. And then the mutation thing happens. And mm. you're just like caught off guard by it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw this, I, I, my mum actually got me to watch what is uh, my number one list. We'll find out later. Ooh. And she's like, oh, if you like this movie, you'll like this. And I never get it to this day. Yeah, I love how your mum recommended. Yeah, the my mum. Do you know what? Do you know what? My mum. My mum is. You know, she. It's weird because she will not watch a horror film nowadays. But my mum was the thing that got me into. And you're eight or nine. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, to, to into movies like and, you yeah. know if you like this watch this what you watch this whatnot because she knew it was, this is stuff I like she knew I had a thing for movies horror mm-hmm. sci-fi um, you know you know Ghostbusters all that sort of stuff comedies yeah. and she'd just be like you know watch it you know she, she couldn't care because she knew. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, apart from the first one I saw, which I mentioned, I, I was never affected by it. You know, no. it's something I enjoyed. Anyway, um, I never forget it to this day. It, was, it got to the dog scene, which is obviously the first oh, yeah, big reveal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're we're talking all the way through. You get to know your characters, and then just like you said, Tim, the the Ebo Dean effects for the dog was just fucking. Fuck I yeah. never saw that in the coming in a million years that was going to happen to the dog like that the dog's face splitting open yeah like, just, oh. no no the part when he just like starts breathing noises i thought we might just get that and it'll cut yeah. but the next minute his mouth is enjoying yeah. everything opens jesus fucking christ yeah. i went white as a sheep yeah. when that happened um but no watching that then i was just waiting to like you guys figure out who the thing was but when you go back and watch it mm-hmm. again you appreciate it for everything else like we went and saw it at the cinema one time didn't we, we did yeah and we saw like a near picture perfect quality Oh, yeah, yeah. this was before the, the Blu-ray and all that came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't notice little things like the yeah. fucking doctor had an ear, nose yeah. ring, nose or, ring. <laughs> or something like that, you know? <laughs> I've but, seen the VHS so many times, I never noticed the doctor had a fucking absolutely. nose ring. And, and, and I had the cut version as well. So when I saw that in the same way, he goes, you've got to be fucking kidding. Yeah. 
thought I was watching the director's cut or something. It was just like I never, I, I never knew because obviously mine was a TV. I think mine was off Channel Three or something. Oh, yeah, or the TV whatever. cut. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever, like, the, do you ever think when you rewatch it, like try and plan or try and work out where the thing is? So obviously we know it's the dog at the start. And then yeah, you there's think, one right, part you can know it's a certain character because the shadow effect when the dog yeah. walks in, you see yeah. a certain shadow. You know it's this guy's hair because yeah. it's yeah. his hair shape. It's, or not. Um, what's his name? Uh, Norris. Norris Norris in the chair. Yeah. Yeah, him. The stoner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the first one infected. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um but yeah, the um it's not just the, the acting, the you know, you got the characters, the score is fucking phenomenal yeah. as well. Yeah, Morricone. So well paced. Um <laughs> it's like how can it not be it's it's in my I think it's in my top five movies of all time. I'm a massive fan of the thing. Yeah. There's like no way I can do it. Yeah. Say what you say about the prequel. I fucking love the prequel. Prequel is one of my favorite of all time because it's a film for the fans, made by fans. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Apart from digital effects. Yeah. Of course, project. that part. Yeah, but you're never going to get past that nowadays, you, are you? Uh, so when you watch the original, you and, and obviously Kurt Russell and the Doc, is it go to the Norwegian mm. base? Norwegian Mac. <laughs> um, hey, Sweden. <laughs> you always. I don't know about you, but I was always like. Well, so, I wonder what happened to you. Always wanted to know. Absolutely. You were like absolutely. You, you, it was like left light, and you saw like the burnt corpses and all this weird stuff. You just wanted to know, and obviously back there, it never dreamed of getting yeah. a prequel. And when they announced it, it was all, it's a remake, it's a remake, and it wasn't. It was a prequel, and yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. It's yeah. like, how can not any fan yeah. like it? Obviously, from the thing about from the CGI, not like yeah. it. But um, and now John Carpenter's remaking it. Yeah, and now oh, Blue really? House has got hold of yeah. it now. John Carpenter's Blue Mouse and John Carpenter are remaking the yeah. thing. Well, as in he'll produce it. He'll he won't. He, he won't direct yeah. it, but he's given the thumbs yeah. up to remake, remake it now. Which I'm, I did not so, know that. So I'm only hoping if he's producing it, the only reason they're going to he's involved is because they're going to do it without CGI. That's my only hope. Oh, fingers fucking crossed. I hope yeah. so. Why would John Carpenter do it with CGI? Do you think he'll it's do just it? Cashing, isn't it? But then that's bad on him. Do you think <laughs> of course he'll, he'll do it. Just... Would he actually get to be like that? To say I mean, like, fuck I mean, it, I'm going to look, do it at, look at James Cameron approving the Terminator films. Yeah, no, John yeah. Carpenter doesn't strike me as that person. He's always been an original director. and never, never falls in for studios and stuff. Always films are original. He, he's like, um, he's almost like uh, Wes Craven, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're not. Saying, I hope you're right, dude. Please, I <laughs> fucking hope I'm right. I fucking hope so. They yeah. said that they're going to sort of do the Norwegian side of it. We, d- as we well, don't know because we don't know what era it's going to be in. We don't know if it's going to be in Antarctica. Or what. I assume yeah. it will be, but we don't know if it's going to be set in the yeah. 80s or whatever. You know, I reckon it's going to be. It's going to be the same thing, but for an old female cast. So it wouldn't surprise me. I bet you that's probably what it is. Would not surprise me. Yeah, because they were going to do Lord of, Lord of Flies with an old female. Yes. Okay. Stuff. So I think that's what they. That's probably the cash and element. I'm hoping they still keep prospective makeups and not CGI the shit out of it. Because mm. John Carpenter's involved, he can't. I just don't see him doing it. Let's hope so, dude. I mean, Fucking I hope you crossed. <laughs> but going back to you when you were saying you used to record stuff and there'll be a film on afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I used to, like Tim said about being the cable guy, I used to record <laughs> a lot of my stuff off of Sky. So say, for example, um, a movie would be on at 10 o'clock, say a horror film, okay? If you left it running on long play, yeah. after midnight, yeah. all the Sky movie channels put soft porn films on <laughs> so when I used to like when people used to borrow films off me like oh can I borrow a dragon a Bruce Lee story here you go mate here they let it run watch right and then afterwards their mum's like why is there a porn <laughs> after the end of this film and, I, and it's like I, dude I just left it on long play I didn't even what know a, that movie was yeah. on what a combo dragon a Bruce Lee story followed by fucking porn <laughs> followed by Debbie Does Dallas I've got uh, one question for you if I want to finish on the thing okay 
Do we, we see if we're finishing? <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, Karen. Do you think Charles or absolutely <laughs> is infected? At Charles the end? It, or Kurt? Uh, Kurt Russell's character doesn't matter because they're both dead. Exactly. <laughs> it can't, it, but, did, well, did you ever play the video game? Oh, no, that's a good point. They answer it in the video game. Yeah, I don't okay. know if you want. I, I didn't like the answer. I, well, I, I had to YouTube it because I know I've never completed it. Okay, well, that's one. Um, yeah. I, I won't say it, but do you you know most of it, though, don't you? I know the ending. Okay. Yeah. Um, but do, do you ever did you ever um, agree to the theory of the end of the film? You know what I'm on about, don't you? The breathing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, see, I don't really... John, John, I think John Carpenter even said no to that, the breathing okay. thing. So even he's said no. Was it intentional? Or... No, yeah. yeah. It wasn't part of his artistic merit to put that idea in about breathing. That was just just filmed like that. It was lit like that. It wasn't there for that reason. Um, no, he, he deliberately filmed it to be that ambiguous that there is no answer. It is where, however you perceive it. So whatever your answer is, is the answer. Mm. Um, I'm going for they were both human and, okay. they, and they just died being paranoid not blaming each other and probably because the film cuts away they could have just killed each other or just froze to death got drunk and froze but to I death I think they were both fine oh, yeah I mean it raises a lot of questions it's, it's the same with the ending to the prequel how it just cuts to fade on her because she looks dazed and confused yeah. could, it, could it be a case like oh if I was infected how would I know if I was or yeah. Again, it leaves so many questions, and I love how you can just, like we are now, coming yeah. up with theories and our own explanations to the endings. Sure. That's how a true ending should be, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. um, I wouldn't even know how you would end a movie where something that simply can touch you can, you know, become yeah. you. You <laughs> it's know, a virus, it's, so. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. But, I mean, you could easily follow up the thing with a sequel, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean... The rescue party goes to But I'm, the... I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Well, we don't know what the reboot's going to be like, do we? So, <laughs> what is... Uh, before, we, all right, we will finish on the fun thing. But what is your favourite line from the film? Uh, you got to be fucking kidding <laughs> yeah. me. See, mine is... See, mine <laughs> is... Um, I love the part when he's oh, like... yes! Was it? Tied to this fucking couch. Yeah, good yeah. one, yeah. yeah. I like the one where, um, again, going to Gary, he's like, oh, generator's gone. <laughs> Can we fix it? <laughs> It's gone, McCready. <laughs> it's just something. It's it's, yeah. it's funny, but it's chilling at yeah, the same time. Yeah, yeah. Freaking oh, love that line. Yeah. I think he line. made that line up about the couch. He did. Apparently, yeah. he did make yeah. it up. Tied to this fucking, fucking couch. couch. <laughs> it's a good yeah. line, man. Good line. Plus, their names are fucking weird. Yeah, they got Nor- uh, Norris. Uh, was it Windows? Windows. <laughs> Who the fuck is called Windows? Yeah. <laughs> a million miles yeah. from nowhere, man. Yeah. McCready I two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Detroit. stay on it. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anything, anywhere. <laughs> Any one of us. Yeah. I ain't going with Windows. That's I ain't bullshit, going. Mac. <laughs> They're dead, Mac. <laughs> it's a good choice. Um, yeah, yeah. That was your number three. Duh. That was my number two. So it goes back to you. Okay, your number, number, two? number two. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> right, my number two is... Nightmare on Elm Street. Hey, hey. <laughs> Freddy's Revenge. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> no. Yes. Wow, his number two is part two. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> My God. <laughs> kill me, Lisa. Uh, Please kill me. Again, like Tim says, it's not your pick, but we still still talk about two. It's a fucking masterpiece. Uh, it is. Yeah, no, the compared first, to five, really the, the first one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, obviously we touched on this. Yes. Was it the first 
Halloween. First episode, yeah. yeah. First episode. So yeah. I won't go all over it again. But yeah. yeah, the first one for me just purely because yeah. it gave us nightmares. Yep. I love the Freddy Krueger character. Yeah. It's made an impact on you as a person, man, because ever since I've known you, you've yeah. loved... Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised I, it's your number two. Number I one. thought it was going to be number one. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I thought it would be number it was one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you sure so. don't want to swap? Oh, I bet really <laughs> Revenge is number one. <laughs> it's always a sequel. <laughs> See, number one is part two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and no, I've just always had a, a sort of fondness to the to the franchise. Yeah. Uh, I've collected the glove, got his signature, the soundtracks. Nice. Signature? Nice. Uh, yeah, just... Yeah, they yeah. just hold a special place for us. So you've done an episode on it, so yeah, yeah. yeah. You really oh, go well, I won't go much. over it. Your childhood dream, or should I say nightmare? <laughs> just for a wet dream. <laughs> nice, and yeah, good choice. Yeah. Number two. So this one is categorised under cults, Ooh. not cult films, as in cults. Okay. Um, I have a fascination of cults. They, I'm both fascinated and fucking terrified of cults. Um, there's a whole brainwashing aspect of it, and. You're it's human, but you're inhumane almost. It's for me, it's terrifying. It's because it's so, uh, it's realistically scary for me, you know. Um, so loads of horror films. I mean, like Wicker Man, the original, not the fucking shitty cage one. Not the bees, <laughs> not, ah! not the bees. Um, yeah, there's ones like that. Um, but the one that will always stick out in my mind as my favorite film about occults, uh, is Kill List. Yes, Ooh, not seen that. Fucking cracking yes. film. Uh, yes. Possibly my favourite British horror film as well. Yeah, um, agreed. I have no, I was immediately blown away the first time I saw this film. I think I watched it six times in one month. Um, yeah, I think, was, I, I think I saw it twice in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. I never saw the cinema. I saw it on DVD from uh, Blockbusters. Okay. Yeah. But fucking amazed. I had never seen any film like this. Uh, was it like a cult going out to kill a... Uh, well, so, well, 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 well. It's odd. It's, it's, it's unique. It's, um, it's about an assassin. Almost. Right. Um, so it's a guy who used to be a work for, I can think it's an RAF team. He's got, yeah, some, something in the army, isn't he's it? He's in the army. He's got a bad back. Um, he can't work properly. Um, he used to like uh, kill people for money. And then like, you know, he's like, he's like oh, I, need, I, need to do, I need a job or something. And then obviously his mate comes on and they say, I think we've got someone who wants to pay us to kill some people. It's like, right. okay, we're going to do that. And then it just trickles on into this other story which involves a cult and okay. then it gets a lot more complex and um, fucking amazingly just strangely terrifying. Um, what year did it come out? Uh, 2011. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's a slow, slow build, slow burn, but the, um, the characters are fucking great. The main protagonist is fucking hilarious. It's also quite a good comedy. Um, there's a lot of scenes that absolutely make me laugh. The, um, there's a scene where him and his mate are at the having dinner at this restaurant in the hotel. And next to him is this group of people who are a bunch of Christians. And, um, <laughs> so um, they're talking about God and all that kind of stuff. And obviously these are two hit men having, trying to have dinner. And then and all of a sudden one of them gets out a guitar. And then the protagonist is like, um, it's like, he's not getting a fucking guitar, is he? And then they, then they start saying like Kumbaya kind of shit, you know, Christian stuff. And then he just like gets off of his table, grabs the guitar off the guy. And he goes, you're giving me indigestion. <laughs> and he goes, he goes. He goes. He goes. Sorry. Sometimes God's love is hard to swallow. He goes. Yeah. Not as hard as a dinner plate, mate. Oh. <laughs> and then he goes. God loves you. And he goes. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> I pissed myself the first time I heard that. It's just the bluntness of it. Does he? <laughs> 
does because oh was it, was no, it? He goes, oh wait because it's like uh, oh it's like he goes does he? he goes well you tell him from me if he hangs out with people like you you tell him to stay the fuck out of my way because Jimi Hendrix you ain't <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Cockney British film but um, with a lot of like humor involved but there are a lot of scenes that are so uncomfortable uh, I won't go into it if you haven't seen it but I definitely recommend this film it Absolutely. Is, have you got it have you still got the shirt I got you Yes, I've got the yeah. shirt, I've got the steel book, and I've got the Blu-ray signed by the director. Yeah. Yeah. In Whitney, nice. mate. Great director. Yeah. Um, yeah, phenomenal film. The twist at the end is unworldly. Um, yeah, again, it's, it's harder. It's hard to talk it's hard about. It's hard to say. Without it, I won't spoil it, but there, there, it's, it's one of those films I never thought would change its tone from one genre to another like that. Yeah. Okay. But it's fucking great. I mean, but it's amazing how it does it. Yeah. Visually, it's amazing. The sound effects are great. There's... Um, I, start, I can't go into it without spoiling is this the issue yeah. that's the issue but yeah. I totally recommend Kill List it is my mm. second favourite horror in front film. of my pal in front <laughs> of my fucking pal it's weird it's Go like fucking pal it's, it's like it's got so was it, what do you call it it's got kitchen sink drama of like true British drama almost like the first opening feels like a it's a slow burn you're opening yeah it almost feels like you're watching like um like an episode of Brookside or something <laughs> or yeah like, it yeah. feels like reality it's like, TV it's like, there's almost like a soap a British soapness to it the opening of the of the film, just to get to know the characters, and then it just takes you off somewhere. It just leaves little clues, little crumbles, and it's like, okay, you see like an image of like a, a symbol, and like, and it comes back later, and it's like, oh, okay, and then it just picks up and picks up, and then really fucking picks up at the end, and it's phenomenal. The ending will shock you if it okay. doesn't. You're inhuman. <laughs> you <laughs> must be. That, you would be part of a cult. Absolutely, <laughs> and that scares the fuck out of me. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah. Cults have always been a thing that I've found very fascinating. It pops, it, like, it pops up on Amazon Prime every now and then. So if it does, give it yeah. give it a shout, dude. Yeah. Is it like the thought of almost like a greater power at work? Yeah, but it's, yeah. yeah, it's exactly. It's, you know, it's like uh, what's you ever see that documentary, um, Wild Wild Country, on Netflix? Okay. Watch that. that. Yeah, good. It's fucking terrifying. It's um just a just these, uh, this uh, this little town in America. These people just buy the land. They make this. They create this cult that gets such a massive following. It becomes global, and people are like like you know summoning things. It just it, it, their eyes are gone. That's what scares me when someone's eyes are not there when they're not in this world almost. Mm. Cults fucking terrify me in that aspect. But I'm yeah. fascinated by the fact like what makes a person go that far into losing almost reality that you're in some other zone that you're not you're human. that brainwashed you're not human no more you're part of a system yeah. you're part of like a, this, a cog in a machine but you're almost. not in charge of yourself anymore you're not you right? you're, no, not, exactly. you're not human it's, you're, there's almost something inhuman about it like you've got no identity you are just a thing of this cult and it's fucking terrifying that scares a shit out of me absolutely um, yeah so when it comes to horror Kill This did that very well I think Mm. Um, even though it's not fully about a cult it just has the cult in it but the way it's done it's just a good horror film but as a good cult obviously the, the original Wicker Man is top for that oh god <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> oh my god Christ <laughs> no please God no Christ <laughs> the Lord's my shepherd <laughs> did you ever like the, doc- the director's car that uh, I like the director's cut. Um, it didn't need those extra scenes to make it better, but I did like the extra yeah, scenes. Yeah, totally. Um, but it doesn't make it better. So he, the theatrical and both director's cut both work. You can I see think. why they cut it in the first place. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? My sister had the luckiest way of watching that film. So I'd seen this film before, and uh, my 
I um sister had never seen or even heard of it. I knew when I saw the film, I knew the poster. And I've, I've never seen the film, but I knew the poster. Mm-hmm. My sister had never seen the poster, never seen the film. Okay. So I showed her this film saying, stick with this, it's weird. But she was just like watching this whole film. She's like, these are weird. She's almost laughing about the whole film. But the end scene when you see the Wicker Man, she f- freaked out. She's like, what the fuck is that? Because, mm. <laughs> yeah, she had never seen the poster. Yeah. When you saw Wicker Man, you knew of the Of course, the yeah. Yeah, yeah the of course. Big, yeah. So you know that's coming. My sister didn't know. Oh, wow. So, she, so, she would have loved to have done that. Yeah. So when she saw that, that was her first reveal. Mm. She's like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, freaked her out. Yeah. And, then, and then when he fucking dies at the end, you're just like, oh. yeah, I'm gutted uh, that yeah. I never I got to wish see I, like that. That. I, I probably would have had the same impact. I wish I had that experience. Mm. My sister got that. She was lucky. <laughs> Very lucky. Have you seen Wicker Man? No. Oh, dude. I watched the original, dude. It's I know of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know the poster. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. It's because it's, it's so iconic. Mm. And then, like, it's, you've seen it going past H and V and stuff, yeah, yeah, or, or on yeah. TV. But yeah, oh, so good. Yeah, but yeah, I was lucky enough to because <gasps> I can't remember what my dad did with Texas Chainsaw. Mm. So when when that happened to me, I thought like I might do some. You know, I'm going to make her see the Wicker Man without knowing. But you knew of Texas before. Yeah, you even got to watch it though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm saying that aspect of like yeah, of the course. surprise element mm. of like. That ending, yeah, it's like I was saying with my mum when she knew about the dog, and I didn't exactly, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I never had the front cover VHS thing like you had or whatever, right. or anything to indicate that, so yeah. yeah. So now I get it. I would love to see Wicker Man if not on other place, yeah, badass, yeah. Kill List, very good choice, sir. Thank you. That was your number two. two. My number two has already been taken. What's your number one, sir? Oh, here we go. Number two, one of all time. <laughs> it's not my two, it's gotta be or five. <laughs> so for me, this is. One of my favourite films of all time. Oh, not just horror. Wow. Not just okay. horror, no. It's got to be Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. If it's not, it's I'm just... It's got some great lines in it. <laughs> no. Come on, um, Jesse. It's, yeah, just a beautifully shot film. Mm. Uh, and one that I think you still, to this day, trying to work out clues behind it and... Uh, I guess, what's the word I would say? What was the director intending? I'm intrigued now. I'm trying to figure it out. Sounds like a Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some people will just watch it for what it is and think, oh no, there isn't anything extra to it. But I think there is extra stuff. And it's 1980, The Shining, Stanley Cooper. Oh, nice. Number one. Yeah. Wow. I would yeah. never have thought you were going to pick that. Good wow. choice. Just absolutely yeah. love it. It's, Good choice, I could yeah. watch it over and over. I just find it a masterpiece of, of mm. filming. Um, well, it's Kubrick. One of the it, yeah. yeah. It, uh, Jack Nicholson, just oh, he's so immense in it. Yeah. His acting is, he just sells the character perfectly. Mm-hmm. I just love the way it builds, you know, him just going into this like, turning into this maniac so slowly you know mm. he's just slowly turning you never know what scenes are, are, are quite real and that there's so many little hidden bits in it mm. I'd love the uh, chase cam and you got the two girls and, and it was yeah. the first film to use cam, wasn't it I believe so, yeah. Yeah, but apparently was. there is just so many hidden things in the way it was shot. Mm. How everything is symmetrical. <laughs> The yeah, carpets, yeah. everything yeah. is symmetrical. There's always, mm. if there's a picture on one wall, there's a picture yeah. on the other. Every, uh, I, I think they, 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 I know they made a documentary about it. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, it's Le- good, isn't it? Le- yeah, and they're still like they're literally like 
going through the footage, working out, mm. oh, if that's there, is that that to do with it? And the Red Indians on about. Yeah. yeah. So they got like the the old like burial ground and that. And then there's pictures yeah. on the wall and there's masks and spears and sure. stuff like that. The Red Book as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, for me, I, I saw it. My brother was watching it and I uh, watched it with him years and years ago I was probably about 12 14 at the time and <laughs> yeah it, it scared me that that I was woman say, did it ever scare you yeah it did be, and it still does to this day uh, i just find there's like a sort of a greater power behind the film as mm. it were i remember uh, when was it 2012 2013 uh on halloween night Mm. Uh, me and Tim went to the cinema to see the director's cut. Oh, yeah. the American version. The American yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, did you like that version? It was only one scene that stood out. It was just a, you just see a whole way with skeletons, mm. and it didn't. But you had the scene with. Oh yeah, the um, the opening uh, with the psychiatrist and the yes, kid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adds a little more depth, I guess. Mm. But I can't understand why Kubrick didn't want it in there, because um, is it doesn't add to the film. No, at all. Doesn't give more depth or anything. It just. It's, it's a nothing a, thing. Yeah, it's a cool scene though, the, the skeleton scene. Though. Yeah. Well, I've not seen this, I it's, need to uh, have a look at it. Yeah, forget, so I think forget, it's the lobby, isn't it, or something? It's the lobby, yeah. yeah. It's all covered in cobwebs and there's people where skeletons are sitting on the tables and stuff. Um, okay. But um, if you get the American Blu-ray, it'll be on that one. It's region free. Just get the American Blu-ray. And I think you can get the, I think it's on the H&V release. They've oh, done the H&V premium one? collections. I think oh, the director's right. cuts on that. Because I think I had it at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I had the Stone to Cooper box here, so I just traded it in. It's two scenes, that's it. Yeah, literally two scenes, oh, right. and it's like three minutes. But I remember when we we watched that scene in the cinema. I was like, we we both looked at each other and go, "That's new." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember that part. I was like, yeah, it was it's, like, a, it's a cool scene, but it's very short. It's not even like ten seconds. Is that? Yeah, it's not even that. It's um, I I would say for me, it's almost a perfect movie. Okay. Um, sure. However, there oh, there is two things that just don't make sense. Right. One is obviously now when you watch it, the maze. On the exterior shot of the hotel, there's no maze there. That was obviously a totally different location. Okay. Uh, secondly, the end scene. I don't know how this skipped past Stanley Kubrick, but when they're chasing around out in the snow, there's no breath. Oh, they've got no the, moisture, have they? Yeah. They've got no breath, yeah. Uh, and, and he was very particular about picking absolutely everything up to make sure it was always spot on in all his films. I just don't know how he let that slip, or did he do it on purpose? You what? just don't know. You see, you see breath coming out of their mouth? No, apparently you, you don't when not, you watch not it. Not all the time. Not all the time. All the time. Not all the time. Maybe no. it's just the lighting. I don't think that's... Um, yeah, because it, it's brought up in the um, Room 237 documentary yeah. that they forget the moisture, the, yeah. the, the breathing I part. Do, I remember him shouting Danny and seeing breath come out of his mouth, though. I do remember that. It was probably close-ups on that, but that's parts not, when they're being chased, there's like nothing it's obviously to show not, Basically, it was obviously that's not shot in a cold... It might be just due to lighting. It yeah, be, possibly. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's... It's a continuity error. It's Kubrick is definitely not that. <laughs> no. No, I don't think... No. Might have to look, have to look I think up by the end. Going back to that documentary, a lot of it is a bit of horseshit. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the theories are... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are fishing. They yeah. Are yeah. The, the whole fishing. bit where like a, he thinks there's a penis, like... Oh, yeah. And it's, all it is is a, a folder or something. Or if you watch like, it backwards one way and forwards another, it collides like, with such and such. I mean, that, just, that is ridiculous. I mean, do you imagine Kubrick saying, oh, I've got to film it like this, but I've got to remember the ending's like that. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, come on. It's just coincidence, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's it's dwelling in too far conspiracy theories to a fucking horror film, which makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just people fishing too much. It's because he's done the right thing by just saying, let, let you find whatever fucking answer you think it is. You know, the ending was just a 
throwing, I think. It was just to throw people off. The picture you're talking about. Yeah, the picture at the end. Yeah. It was just to say, there is no real meaning to that. He's just thrown it in there. Just to say, fuck you almost. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. to, just to say... It leaves you guessing, doesn't it? Well, that's, that, the, that's idea. the idea. Yeah, but then, you, but then people have come up it's like with he's, that picture. It's like basically saying that uh, Jack has become part of... Jack Nicholson's character has, has become part of the hotel, isn't it? It's like... The, the hotel has consumed him almost. It's to do with ancestry, is yeah. the theories I heard? Like the um, bartender, um, his dad worked there in the 1940s, and then like, um, that's him then. And then apparently that Jack character is an ancestor of him, so it's an ancestral thing. So basically the, the hotel is working as a loop yeah. of time every 40 or 50 years that someone gets murdered in the place from an ancestor that used to live there. So that's one theory. And then there's the whole Indian... Red Indian burial ground theory, but there's no real answer, and no. it doesn't fucking. And I, and I think that's what I like about it. Yeah, it, it doesn't just need le- an it, it just you, you can go along with all these different theories, but ultimately it's just a it brilliant horror is. film. It's just a well-made movie. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. It's a, it's a very good horror film for sure. Uh, I don't feel like Stanley did that scene with the skeletons. I felt it felt like a producer might yeah, have done it or a second unit must been, have done that. Yeah, because that's probably why Cubic cut it. Mm. It is a bit uncubic because it is a bit cheap looking. Like even the skeletons look cheap. Absolutely, that's why I was like, when we were shocked looking at us. I was like, <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's a like, bit that, cheap. That can't be Kubrick. <laughs> that just seemed a bit too. Yeah. It's probably studio. Know. Maybe studio interference as well. Yeah. Um, the music's no. brilliant, and uh, I just love that bit. How uh, when Jack Nicholson's going up the stairs, he's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna <laughs> smash you, Wendy, him, darling, <laughs> Wendy, light of my life. I, I'm not gonna hurt you." you I have to, I have to say that I fucking love the carpet in that film. Yeah, I love the passing Toy that. Story, isn't it? Yeah, I even yeah. got a cardigan that pattern. I freaking yeah. love that thing. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, it's a iconic film for sure, and definitely one that holds up through time. And yeah. Wasn't one of the theories on that thing about uh, that uh, he's abusing his son because he's wearing a jumper of Apollo? <laughs> How could you? <laughs> Apollo oh, Eleven or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. They're saying it's like a reference. I think you're just like yeah. clutching it. What I'm saying that that documentary well, it's the big theory with yeah, with yeah. Stanley Kubrick filming it, isn't it? So that documentary is a bit far fetched. Some of the some of the theories are way beyond bullshit. Um, like I said, people are just fishing. Some of them are good ideas though. But as I said all it is is ideas. But I'm, I would not, you know find a thing and say that's what the director's intent was you don't know that you, you never you, will uh, so there's so no point this is it the one answer I want is you might know this you know when she's being chased Wendy's being chased yeah she's oh, she's not really had any visions of anything has she oh yeah the dog, the dog but scene. so then she goes past that room where there's like a guy getting blowjob getting blowjob from like a guy <laughs> oh, in a from dog the, the furry guy yeah, yeah yeah the guy yeah. in the teddy bear right, so what is that Make it what you will, sir. <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I assume I, it's what they were doing yeah. in the time people were alive there and stuff, right? Yeah, it's an ancestral. Well, it's like, it could be that you know, it's it's a time capsule. Yeah. It's like, why is there a granny in the bathtub? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you can I see hope, that's Jack's like, yeah. obviously where Jack Nicholson's character's yeah. going all like yeah, cause crazy because it's loosely based on the Stephen King book. I mean, obviously Stephen King hates, hates it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Um, because of the book's completely different, like the fucking uh, maze comes alive or something, and then there's like, um, uh, what is it, like some of the uh, bushes are shaped like monsters, and then they actually come alive and stuff and start... Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't see Stanley doing that. No, yeah. of course not. So he, he just tweaked, you know, he, he tweaked it and made it his own thing. Um, so yeah, so to look at it as a Kubrick horror film, yeah. To look at it as a Stephen King horror film, no. Um, I think that's where a lot of people are divided by it, but... Kubrick in the day made a fucking incredible film. Mm. 
even though it's a horror film, I understand what you're saying. It's like not just your favorite horror film, but just favorite horror film. It's generally a great like film. It's yeah. a masterpiece. No, it's a great movie. Well, what is it that scares you about it? Jack Nicholson. Because <laughs> uh, no, I, no, a... I, I love the movie. Like Tim said, it's a masterpiece. But I've yeah. never had it really no, scare me. me I don't, I've never really fought any fear from it at all. No, I don't know. I just I'm more respectable of how it was made. Yeah, the like, same. Performances from Jack Nicholson is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But no, I never found it like. I'm gonna. This is gonna like shit my pants or. Yeah, I mean, what, what me, is it to you, not, Steve? So, I, so, I, so I, I don't watch it like think like shit in my pants. It, I, I watch it with like this. I, I guess like mindset of being scared of not exactly knowing what is going on there. The unknown. Yeah, yeah it's kind of not like I'm, I'm. I'm like hiding behind a pillow. What is <laughs> no, that feeling? No, no, like, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just that kind of. There's like an unknown presence and an unknown force there. Yeah. And you never really quite know exactly what it is. Uh, sure. I don't know. It's just like, and I, I guess just like a massive saying about a massive hotel, loads of rooms. I guess the way it's shot as well. But you never know what's behind some of those doors. You know, and there was obviously stuff going on there. Yeah, I, I do find the little Danny kid a bit freaky, a bit like Stubrick. Yeah, Stubrick. Stubrick. Apologies to Kubrick. Um, yeah, so it's Kubrick. <laughs> That's a new one. Uh, Kubrick has that thing about car- actors doing weird faces in all of his films. Yeah, um, I don't know what it is, but every film, every film he does it. Yeah, it's a trademark, isn't it? It's is a trademark to Kubrick. Even Tom Cruise does it. In Eyes wide shut when he's in the car. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know what that face represents. Like the, the gone look. Like how come Adele doesn't like in the first shot of? Orange, yeah, Orange, doesn't he? All Kubrick films. Uh, even Full Metal Jacket. Pyle does it when he's in the toilet. Yeah, bathroom. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So every Kubrick film has that gazed face of the eyes, you know, gone gazing, in, isn't it? Just gone into nowhere. You're in a nowhere, you're not in reality anymore. It's almost like a cult, <laughs> like that. Like, has been brainwashed or something. Brainwashed cult. Yeah, and a loss of identity. I'm guessing that's what it is. Like your identity is going. You're not Hugh. Mm. That's what that looks. That's what that look is. Yeah, maybe. That's a, that's a trademark thing from Kubrick, but yeah, and I've noticed that Kubrick has that weird face except for his early films like um, Pride and Glory and um, Spartacus but they're more studio made films, yeah of course they? they see they're the ones where I never noticed that that Stanley did them films you just, I mean, when someone said yeah. oh that's a Stanley like, really Spartacus you're just like how yeah I mean, that looks nothing I would never no, have, no. Like, the amount of times in the uh, the movie like the music starts building mm. but you think something's going to happen then Bang Thursday or something like that, and oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. out of yeah, nowhere. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's, I like that. Yeah, yeah. catch you off guard. Mm. Yeah. yeah, good choice, sir. Oh, yeah, two legs on land. You like land, Doc? <laughs> and, and of course, you uh, don't. <laughs> and then uh, it was close. Uh, the other one I was going to pick. Yeah, Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> no. no, was it really? <laughs> well, what could beat the Shining? Well, I, I honestly <laughs> thought you either were going to have Freddy's Revenge, Jaws. <laughs> I didn't see Shining there. You've never mentioned Shining. You always talk about Nightmare. I'm very shocked you're the yeah, one. Very, yeah. very shocked. Yeah, I actually thought it was going to be Nightmare. Mm. No, Shining. Good, good, good choice. Good, shot, yeah. good choice. Yeah. Tim, number one, sir. All right, so. One all time. This falls in the category of the first and pretty much only film that actually gave me a nightmare. Okay. Ooh. And, uh, um, or, well, I'm going to tell you how I first saw this film because I saw this late. I was probably 19 when I first saw this. Um, so this is um, after after a night of clubbing. <laughs> I okay. came home quite pissed, um, flicked on the TV, and uh, it was on BBC Two. I'd probably missed the first 20 minutes of the film. Okay. 
So this, uh, within 20 minutes in, this scene came on. And it was a dinner scene. Uh, it was all in black and white. And it was weird and surreal. And I just could not figure out what this was. I think I know this. Yeah. So obviously, throughout the course of the film, I was very intrigued by what I was seeing. I actually thought it was a film made from the 1940s. I may have found out it wasn't. But the film I saw, which I was drunk watching, was Eraserhead yes. by David Lynch. Um, this film actually gave me a nightmare. So when I was watching it, the dinner scene was surreal, to say the least. So there's people around the table. Um, it's all in black and white. There's, there's chicken on the table. The guy cuts the chicken, but then the legs yeah. start moving mm-hmm. and the chicken starts bleeding. And then the mother on the table starts making this strange face and weird noise of her mouth going, <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, she really uh, needs to see Steve's face right now. Yeah, He's like yeah. mortified. And then she goes, then she starts, then the mother starts screaming and yelping, goes, <laughs> then runs out the room. And then the dad on the table goes, she'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing the scene going, what the fuck am I watching? And I was pissed out of my brain. I was like, this is hilarious. And I thought it was a comedy almost. And then it's like, because it's a film, because it was black and white, I thought it was like a 40s film. But then obviously, uh, as the film went on, um, it gets a lot more surreal and weird and fever dreamish. Um, you've never seen it, I take it. No. Uh, I'm not going to say too much then. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but it, you're basically, it felt like I was watching someone's nightmare. Right. Which ended up having. Being your nightmare. <laughs> it literally did. And I actually woke up in a. And sweating and shaking, and I've never had a movie do that to me ever. And it's not really a horror film, though, is it? It's just I th- it is. Do you think it is? It is. Okay. Oh well, it's classed as horror. And oh, is it? I didn't think it actually was. Yeah, if you look at it, it's a classed as horror film. Okay, um, there are themes to it that could you know suggest as to what it, what it represents. But like all Lynch films, um, almost like with the Cubic Shining, everything's left to interpretation to the point mm. where it's whatever you 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 perceive your answer to be uh, Lynch has always stated to all of his films he's only done 10 films in his career yeah. and he's always said I will never give you answers or meanings to my film that is entirely up to you mm. he has his own answer he will never tell you why what his films are about was this the first one this is his very first film yeah. I'm very lucky and privileged that my first ever Lynch experience for some reason I always thought Elephant Man was his first I don't know why that's the yeah. second oh, it was the second, second yeah. yeah obviously Razor took him to yeah, fight, you know, he got, got him notice and obviously Elf Man the rest is history mm. um, but yeah no Razorhead um, the imageries in the film were I think it was to do with the fact I was drunk as well and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing I was in and out of like half sleep watching this film this, which is basically a fever dream nightmarish movie with the most strangest sound effects I've ever heard and just some of the images of like the the baby Think, yeah, yeah, totally. Which I can't say. I was like, it's because it's not really a baby. It's I don't know what it is. <laughs> but um, does it still horrify you today? Kind well, it doesn't horrify me anymore. But it takes me back to that nightmare. But it doesn't like um, affect you as much as it did. Not as effective. It just takes me back, almost like a nostalgic thing, but not really a nostalgic. Yeah, of thing. course. But it's, it's a film I really fucking appreciate. Obviously, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a fantastically made film. The film, the film took them seven years to make or something. Wow, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because well, it took him four years. Then they had to take a break, and then came back again, do reshoots two years later. Yeah, so it, yeah, it took pretty much seven years to make it. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've never seen a, a film like that of that caliber. Because, um, and then obviously, 
I got obsessed with the director and I was like, I need to see more of his films. And then I saw Lost Highway after that. And uh, then I watched, um, I remember seeing, well, I, uh, this is kind of nitpick actually because the first kind of Lynch film I saw, this is probably when I was probably like six, seven or something. My dad watched Dune. Yep. Uh, I still to this day have not seen Dune. I know I've seen it as a kid. Mm. I remember images, but yeah. I've never entirely seen the film. So mm. I wouldn't count that as my first Lynch movie. Yeah. In Tenekai's of like vision of my eyes seen films, that's his first one. But my first actual experience is Eraser. Eraser Head. And it's fucking fantastic. Um, 1977. Yeah. And it, it, it that, when I watched it, I think it was like a 40s film. Because <laughs> even the way people God. speak in it is very 40s like. Started filming in 70. Fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, so you're watching it. And uh, I was watching it just uh, I confused, <laughs> but couldn't look away. Because I didn't understand it. I was like, what is this film? But over time, I've watched it so many times now. And uh, it's, it can pretty much speak about parenthood the fear of becoming a parent uh, the fear of becoming a dad the fear of marriage uh the anxiety of like um saying if this is it this is the rest of your life now do you want it it speaks a lot of volumes and a lot of layers that's how i can see it there's many ways other people have seen his films this is, the, this is what lynch's experiences are like you can watch it and see it in a way that i don't see it that's what's so great about Lynch. He's one of my all-time favorite directors, mm. and it's why I've had to put that as my number one. Okay. Yeah. Especially for horror films. One of my favorite directors and my number one horror film of all time. Do you think you would have um, got, got into Lynch a different way if you hadn't watched it on that night? Or I'm pretty sure I still would have been into Lynch. Um, just I'm glad it was Eraserhead, because one, it's his first film. Mm. And the way I experienced like I said, my first experience gave me a nightmare. And I think that's exactly... <laughs> what I would want um, because it's more films are, don't affect me as much as that one has that's probably yeah. the most effective one mm. but can you understand why it affected you at the time well yeah I kind of well I just gather the fact like you know mixing alcohol with a Lynch film doesn't <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> without, without, true. without knowing you're watching a Lynch film yeah without knowing it's, like, it's almost like taking drugs you don't know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? so yeah um, it's just one of my all-time favourites, um, directors. And Lost Highway, when I watched that one, even that was fucking incredible. That was weird. But, um, I think that was the first one, first Lynch film I watched. Yeah. Nice, yeah. That was my second. And then uh, Holland Drive. Oh, well, I don't know what the order was after that, but I remember Lost Highway was definitely second. Um, I think the last two, I've, do you know, I've never seen Holland or <gasps> Empire. You've never seen Holland Drive? No. Are you I think, fucking I kidding me? I think I've seen bits of it. I've never seen it all the way through. Never seen it, Oliver. Dude. Yeah. That's like his masterpiece. Is it really? I would say it's his best film, Holland Drive. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, Eraser. But you really rated Eraser. <laughs> no, Eraser is like the, cause the first experience I've had from him. I mean, that's the first film to ever give me a nightmare. Yeah. But as an actual film, as yeah. in like his, uh, his uh, filmography, mm. I would, I've seen Holland Drive more. So, yeah, I, I can only remember certain bits. I don't think I've seen all the way through. Oh, it's fucking so, phenomenal. Yeah, I need to watch it's, it. uh, And the last one he did. Yeah, Inland Empire is... That's is, it, Inland Empire. That is a... Str- I mean, I've only seen it three times, mm. but that's a struggle. Okay. That is one of the most difficult films to watch. It, is, it takes a lot mm. <laughs> to watch that film all the way through, because not only is it three hours... Oh, wow. It feels longer. Jesus. I mean, there is... I mean, it's his last film, um, because he's, Tarantino's pretty much copying what Lynch has done by saying he's, he's made ten films and that's it, he's retired. 
And that's what Tarantino's now doing now. Everyone's like rating Tarantino as being like this guy's like, oh, you're going to do 10 films, that's it. It's like, mm, Lynch did it first. Mm-hmm. He's just basically copying Lynch. Like he does with other stuff, he just mimics other films. He's done like right. TV stuff, hasn't he, and stuff? Lynch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now he's a painter and um, he's, he's got a school that studies meditation, translucent meditation now. And he does <laughs> weird, typical Lynch every day on YouTube. He reports the weather. <laughs> and it's the most basic news it's, it's only the weather where, where he's at sunny today and bye pretty much literally just that it's like about a minute not even that he'll just go and this is on YouTube every day he'll just put on YouTube he just, he's got like a podcast mic he's got a desk he's, he's all dressed in oh, black dude you need to send me the link to this he, he, he smokes a cigarette and he goes good morning it is December 5th or whatever the date is and then he goes and then he'll look out the window the sky is blue. There are some clouds with maybe some gray to it. <laughs> and it's windy. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, just a, an odd character. A man who takes um, the life of him art. I mean, he is an artist. Uh, when it comes to directors, he's one of the ones of the greatest out there. There's no one else like him. He's unique and should be followed and respected. And I think more people should watch David Lynch films and experience either nightmares or just pure bewilderness of something that you've never seen before. Because mm. Lynch is not, not watching a Lynch film isn't just watching a film, it's an experience. And you so will never you describe it like dinner, so you just. <laughs> Weird, man. What does the mum do again? Yeah, good choice. Strange human behavior. That is pretty much Lynch. It is amazing, though. It's comical as well. It will make you if if you're laughing. That's probably because it should. You should be laughing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're horrified, you should be horrified. He he brings out emotions. His films are like um, expressions, expressionist movies. So it doesn't matter if you don't understand what the, what's the film's about. It's what you're feeling. It's what the emotions are you're going through mm. for his movies. And you will always get that with a Lynch film. Um, I'd say Holland Drive, uh, if you're going to watch a first one, I would suggest that one. Okay. For, if, what, if you're ever going to get into Lynch? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'd say that one. I think I was lucky with Rainshead, but um, with, if you want to... <laughs> with Lynch, I think you want to be respectful and like you want to really... Because I think Holland Drive is... Um, an easy one to follow to understand as well. It's one of those ones you have a grasp. Yeah. It's probably the last 10, 20 minutes you start going, uh, you start What's going to, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, but Marlon Drive is easy. I think it's best film. Out of all his movies, it's his best one. But Eraser is the first horror film to really give me a nightmare. Hence why it's number one. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Damn good choice, sir. Thank you, sir. Good choice. Uh, so yeah, my number one is pretty much, I know what it me, is. it's pretty much semi simple. <laughs> Jaws? No. Holy shit! Um, I thought it was going to be Jaws. No, but it is a seventies film, and it would have been. It's one of the ones I would. I was Hold there on. when it saw it. Hold on. Not Jaws. What Alien. What um? Yes. Oh, because that aliens before. So I thought you put Alien and Alien. Wow. No, no, yeah. So, wow. no, no, yeah. So okay. Aliens was the first film I ever saw, horror film I ever saw. But Alien One is my oh. favorite horror film of all time. Good choice. Um, you all know what it is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Alien. Um, Brilliant. Uh, yeah. It truly, truly does. I mean, it's. <laughs> Not only is it brilliantly filmed, it's scored, acted, everything. It's yeah. still a film today. Like if I watched it in a dark room, it still terrifies me to this yeah. day. I know a lot of people 
laugh it at the chestburst scene for starters, but there's this That's one great. specific scene in that film where um, uh, Lambert and what's the other black guy called? Uh, Parker. Parker, yeah. Lambert and Parker are, are literally being killed by the alien, and Sigourney Weaver is running towards them. Um, but it's in this dark corridor. She she runs through the Nostromo, and she can hear over the tannoid that her friends are being mullered, killed, butchered oh, yeah. by this creature. Mm-hmm. That is terrifying. Yeah. If I was in that yeah. ship all on my own, hearing that sound, I would yeah. shit my pants. I yeah. don't care what anyone says. In that situation, you would do the same fucking yeah. thing. Um, yeah, it's just... It's like, how can you not? I mean, mm. it's it's... It's like going back to that thing where you said like, you wish she was there the first time it came out. Yeah. Yeah, because it would be much more terrifying then because uh, you was tamed to probably other films before then. Mm. Have you seen other horror films before yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Remember my mum always saying, whatever you do, don't ever see Alien. Yeah. <laughs> she was like... I'm horrified see, if, I was, that, if I was told that I'd be like now nah, I want to see it it's just yeah I mean it's just it's everything uh, to me like you said with um, one of your favourite films Steve to me I think it's one of the perfect films ever uh, perfect, one of the favourites perfectly done yeah um, not a big fan of the director's cut as much because it cuts the original down yeah yeah um, but oh, fuck, what was I going to say remember what I was going to say now I was going to. I was going to say. Uh, I did know that the score was changed, wasn't it? Yes. They didn't like Jerry Gold, yeah. Goldsmith's music to it, was it? And then he had to change a load of it or something. Not sure. So he done a score. Yeah. And during editing, they hated it. Okay. So they put the score in that he didn't like in the film, which is in the film now. Yeah. Which oh, is okay. again truly terrifying. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, it's That's good. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it's still pretty fucking good, though, yeah. isn't it? It's basically it's more. It's not so much a score, it's almost a sa- noises, mm. sound effects. Kind of what the Exodus 3 does. Yes. Um, where it's not, Less is more though, isn't it? Again, on that it's not, you, you don't really hear instruments, you hear sound effects. Mm. It's not really music. Um, the, the opening credits are more or less talking about. It's yes, like, it's literally Ooh. just a sound, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that opening, that opening song is great, and then you got the uh, lovely orchestral music for the wake up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very typical Jerry. Goldsmith, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's very Jerry Goldsmith, yeah. Um, I, just, I remember what I was saying. So basically, three out of my five were sci-fi horror films. The reason why I love sci-fi horror films is that if you think about it, it could happen. Sure. We don't know, you know, the fear is of the unknown. We could yeah. we could travel up, mining up in space so often, come across an alien org- organism, and it could be a real thing. Um, I don't know if you ever saw, I know you've seen it, Tim, uh, Pandorum. Yeah. So it's a sci-fi horror, very tried to be very Runner-Rosen-esque, but it's it's not as good, obviously. Um, but Pandorum is basically a symptom of hypersleep right. in the film. It could, it could be like, oh, you you got an itch, you've got amnesia, brain it's, hemorrhage, whatnot. It's basically hyperthermia. Yeah, yeah, it's like a hyperthermia. You know, when you, you hallucinate and you, you're yeah, warm, yeah. when you're really cold, it's like it's, it's that kind of like yeah. feverish dream. It's all symptoms of, of hypersleep. Yeah. Yeah. And when they were, uh, watched the making of that movie, and they said, funny enough, um, Pandorum, Pandorum could be a real thing in yeah. life because yeah. hypersleep isn't invented yet. Yeah, yeah. Pandorum could be a real symptom later in the future, yeah, yeah. and that's what I love about the, yeah, the, the yeah. horror sci-fi stuff. It's like. You know, an, an organism like a xenomorph could be out there in real life. Yeah, of course. You know, exactly. That, and that's what terrifies me. This is why I love films like well, this. This is what I was saying. Like, uh, sci-fi horror, I think, is 
it's almost untapped, isn't it? Mm. It's, there's there's so many uh, avenues you could go down. As uh, sci-fi is unknown, isn't it? Mm. it you, you can literally make your own rules up. You can do anything you want. Uh, but like Tim said, you need the budget for it, and, and yeah. unfortunately, I, I just don't think. Yeah, and Ridley Scott was under so much pressure for yeah. this film. He still yeah. delivered big time with this yeah. bad boy. Um, considering he come off of one one film before this, wasn't it? Yeah, The Duelist. And that's it. Yeah, it's a good movie because mm. uh, he did the um, did it with Harvey Keitel, wasn't it? Yes, um, and David Carradine. I see. Yeah, uh, didn't he do? I think he did car adverts before. Kind of like what Michael Bay did. Yes, he, he, yeah, he was. He, did that's right. Or did TV adverts of some TV sort, adverts, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Then he what's did that. the sorry? What's the ship called that they go down to uh, where the eggs are? Um, uh, the distress beacon comes yeah, from. Yeah, it's because uh, I always, you always know that derelict shot? derelict ships. Yeah, so you, it. you know that shot where it, it's quite low, looking up at it. Mm. You have got the blue sky behind, but yeah. quite dark, isn't mm. it as well? I just find that shot terrifying. Man. It is. It's, you just don't know what is in this ship because it's huge. Absolutely, and uh, I love how some of the things he did to make it bigger, yeah. like he shot his kids in the spacesuit when he panned back to the space jockey, so they look a doll. But because they're smaller, it makes the space yeah, jockey yeah. look even bigger. Fucking great idea to 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 do just that one shot. Yeah. And even that one shot's terrifying. I think there's yeah. one bit where they find the cave with the eggs and whatnot. But the camera stays on the space jockey for like five seconds and it does that creepy, yeah, yeah, creepy yeah, yeah. music to it. It Almost is a terrifying like, shot. Because I think you see like a bit of its face in the frame, don't that's you? Right. And you just, you, you, you almost it's going to move like, or something, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And that's, oh, it's yeah. just, it's so creepy, man. And to this day, the Xenomorph alone is, is, would scare them. If I was in a dark corridor with that fucking thing, um, like oh, if, I, if you've ever played Alien Isolation, oh. I love that game, but it is a fucking terrifying game. If they would put that in VR, fuck that shit. No. There's no way I'm playing that. <laughs> Not a chance. But yeah, it's, it has to be in there, man. I mean, Absolutely. Aliens was the first one to watch, but when I watched, um, uh, I remember when I watched Alien, I was waiting for more to turn up because yeah. I'd yeah, seen yeah, Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when the film ended, I said to my mum, what, there was just one after all that? She's like, it's called Alien. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you got me there, mum. <laughs> and then that's when you put uh, the thing on afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you, uh, do you remember hearing about how James Cameron did the sequel? How he, how he, got, how he got... No, no, no. That's all. Oh, it's, it's, it's quite... I'm not big on James Cameron. I mean, he obviously has done some amazing films, but I think that I can tell he's a dick in real life. <laughs> you know, he's, a man, yeah. he's a man who obviously sells technology in his films. I think the films come... Last technology comes first with him, like with like Titanic and Avatar and all that stuff. I mean, he used he used to be a fantastic director. Now he's kind of a sellout. But with Aliens, I will give him credit to this. It was quite a badass move. He went to the um, to Twentieth Century Fox because um, uh, there were ideas of a sequel mm. uh, to not to Alien, but um, to to it was like some other film. But he came and he wanted to do an Alien sequel. There was no intentions of doing it. Yeah. So what he did was he didn't really say anything. He walked in the room, went to the chalk, uh, went to a blackboard, typed in alien, looked at everyone, went back to the board, put an S at the end, looked at everyone, and then he put a line above the S and below the S, <laughs> as in to represent dollars, money. And he just said, that's my next movie. Nice. <laughs> wow. They this were, is straight after Terminator, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Fucking A. Yeah, so, bad awesome. I, I think that might have been it. I think they wanted a sequel to Terminator. I yeah. think they wanted to do a, a sequel to Alien. Mm. So rather than that's when he did the chalkboard thing <laughs> or the whiteboard. 
So yeah, just put an S at the end. So what do you prefer? Do you prefer the second or one, first one? One, hands down. Oh, to me, they're just both. I can't. That's can't not pick. the question. I know. I know. Do you but... pick one. You pick one. Well, one one is. It a... doesn't matter if it's two, dude. It's yeah. your opinion. One's a sci-fi horror. One's a sci-fi horror action movie. Exactly. <sighs> two. Fine. That's fine. That's yours. We don't discriminate on the MTBB. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. It's like your choice is Freddy's your revenge. choice, man. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been. Dude, <laughs> dude, if you put Freddy's Revenge in a number one, number one I would have high-fived you, mate. So, so yeah. Um, said, my God. Yeah, my God. <laughs> so when they, yeah, when they re-released the director's cut of Alien in, in yeah. 2003, the trailer literally stated the scariest movie of all time, and it Which is my yeah. scariest movie of all time. Obviously nice. not you guys, but mine. That's why it's got to be number one. Ah, good choice. That's yours. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, brilliant film. Brilliant. Yeah. Again, when it comes to because then that sci-fi category, it was hard. It was like Alien, Event Horizon. I was like, "Fuck!" And I just had to pick the film. And I, I had so many I picked for. And again, because yeah. at the end of the day, sci-fi horror is my favorite. Is my jam. It's yeah, like, definitely. I had, yeah. I had to put. I know it's a bit boring putting three of the same subject in there, but no, 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 that's, 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 um, your, that's your list, man. Yeah, but we all had some really good, interesting ones there. Yeah. And yeah, I really appreciate appreciate you guys I mean, coming yeah, down and uh, talking about it. Yeah, I think. Sure. Uh, uh, for me, a special mention has to be Jaws. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that was I know, not in I know, there. I know <laughs> like you mentioned it a lot, and you're start. like, it's not in the five? <laughs> Andy, no, no, how is it not on yours? Uh, how? <laughs> to me, this goes back to the question, I don't really class one. it as a horror. I think it is, though. I, it is. I, I, so you guys, yeah, you're saying it is. To me, yeah. um, it, it's not horror enough to go in the top five. It probably is in the top ten, but not the top five. What would you class that as, then? It's definitely not a family film. No, definitely not. <laughs> It's definitely like a thriller, maybe. Thriller? Yeah. A shark serial killer. It's a drama. <laughs> there is some dramatic. It's a, drama. it's a musical. I don't know. I mean, I ne- no, I don't. Show me the way it, go. I mean, surely it is a horror because we've been talking about it all day, but yeah. I just never saw it as one. That's fair. But uh, obviously from today it is. So, <laughs> But no, because um, I, I was, I had it, I've got it on here. Um as like one of my favourite ones that scared me because obviously it's scared like most people did of the water so yeah yeah um, has anybody but we got can any save that for another episode scariest honourable mentions or Ooh. I've got loads dude I've got loads <laughs> go ahead uh, The Witch fuck yes any A24 horror film yeah is The Witch there, is definitely one in there that that scene <clears throat> when she's in the shed with the goats stared yeah. the shit out of me yeah. like, I am truly terrified of that film have you ever seen it yeah, we saw that. We saw that movie in the cinema, and everyone shat their pants on that part. But yeah. even though the ending wasn't the ending they wanted, everyone hated the film. But then they shat themselves. Yeah. I guarantee it, man. Everyone did in that cinema. Yeah, it's good. Um, um, another A twenty four mentioned uh, Midsummer, which I've and Hereditary. Both those two films yeah. by Ari Aster are incredible. Um, Midsummer, because obviously for the the cult aspect, that was another one that was close to being my number two choice, but. Um, Obviously, it's too new. Hasn't these are all time favorites? So it's just come out. I can't class it as an old time. I haven't given that much chance yet. Mm. I give it more time, really, because yeah. it only came out last year. Um, but if, a fantastic movie. Um, I love. It's a daytime horror film. You don't get many of those. Mm. I still um, uh, love Psycho. 
Yeah. The original? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the Gus Van Sant one. <laughs> you never know. Someone <laughs> might put it in there. Vince the shot for shot remake, isn't it? Oh, Vince Vaughn did way better than Perkins, didn't um, <laughs> I put Hellraiser in mine as well. Oh, of course, Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellraister's yeah, got to be in there. Yeah. Totally different Just type first, of horror. The first one, yeah, especially. By far. Yeah. By far. You know, I watched Clive Barker's, was it Lord of Illusions every week? What a piece of shit. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Oh, it? yes. It's, the, it's got the different books and Helena in it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and it's got, got Scott Bakula from uh, yeah. Quantum, uh, Quantum Leap. Yeah. That was his last film, wasn't it? Yeah. Because um, he did Nightbreed before that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Um, but yeah, what a piece of shit. Well, that's why he's never directed <laughs> since. Not surprised. Uh, Any more? Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, the re- original? Both. I like the original Remakes, and the remake. Yeah, yeah. Totally. They're both good. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Zack Snyder's best film, rather than a, a good horror remake, but it's Zack Snyder's best fucking movie. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Way better than 300. <laughs> I never forget when I went, uh, went and saw that, I was like totally shocked because... Yeah. Again, I saw the original and I was like, holy fuck, this is this is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, that um, fucking baby scene is, is Oh yeah, man. <laughs> that, was, that was terrifying. Um Baby Zombie. Now don't hold just giving birth. Now don't don't think different of me when I say this one, but I put the grudge two thousand three in there. No, that's fine. No, now, I, I, I definitely now, go with that. Now hear me out, just one scene in particular, okay, which is the opening scene. Uh, yeah. Which is the uh, opening scene when she goes up in the loft. Oh, and she looks around. Oh, oh, right. yeah, that yeah. scares the shit out of me, even to this day. I don't care what you guys are thinking when you listen to this. I have not I gone up in a loft on my own ever since. <laughs> and this is too fast for me. That last shot when she's got the lighter around and yeah. that white face is behind her oh. all the fucking time yeah, yeah. scares the living shit out of me. Yeah. Honestly, uh, that, that film, I saw that in the cinema. My brother saw it uh, with all my friends and I didn't get to go. And they were all going, it is fucking horrendous, mate. Yeah. The rest of it's okay, but that scene in particular, yeah, yeah. I had to make an honourable mention I, I could that. not sleep that night after seeing that. <laughs> uh, I honestly, yeah. hate, I, I sort of enjoyed it, but hated it at the same time. It was just, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. creepy, man. Yeah. Any more, Tim? Oof. Uh, all of Lynch's movies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, Steve, any more? I don't know, not all horror films, are they? No. Well, we've obviously done like, Halloween, Friday the 13th on our series yeah, I mean, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's sort of your generic slashers, but there's honourable mentions. Oh, Jurassic- Evil Dead's as well. Don't, um, don't get Evil Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead 2, definitely. Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's a scary part. Yeah. The, the Velociraptor scene is fucking terrifying. I guess man. that is a horror film, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Park, yeah Too right. Yeah. <laughs> you see the Lego? Is it because you saw the Lego? Yeah, I was like, is that, <laughs> is that, monsters are horror. It's a monster, isn't it? Yeah, dinosaurs are Dinosaurs, monsters. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, was, I wasn't sure because was, I'm. I'm going for that whole Jaws thing now. It's like, wait, yeah. is that horror? <laughs> and then there's Jurassic Park horror of Jaws, isn't Yeah, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely horror elements to uh, Jurassic Park, especially the Ross Lara scene. It's yeah. fucking terrifying, man. Lost Boys. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, shit, okay, you know what? Too late. Um, all of our, all of our mentioned, I think I'm the only one that mentioned a vampire film. Okay, no one's mentioned a vampire film or a Dracula movie. What's your favourite vampire film then? Ah, that's a tough one. Uh Always like Bram Stoker's. Right, I'll go with mine if you guys don't want to Fright say Fright Night, probably. I was going to say Fright yeah. Night. Fright Night, the original, is my all-time favourite yeah. vampire film of all time. As it a used kid. To be, used yeah. to be interviewed, but I like Fright Night more. The interview of vampires is a fucking good yeah. one. I do like one. Um, Fright Night, maybe because I watched it the most as a kid. I think I watched that more as a kid than Lost Boys. Mm. Like, it was those two films, like that and Lost Boys, was the two vampire films of the 80s, like 80s genre that I wished to watch growing up as. Um, but do you remember but, me saying about I like why I like Scream? I used to write screenplays and stuff. Yeah. So I used to write screenplays about the person next door used to be like a murderer or a monster or something. And then Real obviously weird. Charlie Brewster, mm. his neighbour is a vampire, <laughs> and that's why I kind of like relate to it a bit more. Yeah. It's, it reminds of uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. 
Yes, totally. Yeah, which I like that aspect. So it's rear window meets Dracula. Mm. Which is cool. Cracking soundtrack as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very 80s. Steve, <laughs> favourite vampire film? Oh, uh, Bram Stoker's. The Gary Elman one. Sorry? The Gary Elman yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I remember... Um, it's a bit... I know it's a bit like... Over the top. Over the top, yeah. But <laughs> and I, Keanu I, Reeves' amazing British accent. <laughs> um, but do you know the, the part when he turns into the bat, like the human-sized bat? That was all Gary Oldman's idea. Really? Yeah, he wanted that done. It's why it's not a very long... It's not a very quick scene, mm. but when he's in it, Gary Oldman wanted to have that. He read the script for it because I think he was just meant to be like old and decaying or something at the time. And he's like, no, no, I want to be like a bat. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think after that, he turns into rats or something. Yeah, in that scene, but yeah, he want he he he. Um, it's like I want to be a bat. <laughs> if I'm never going to be Batman, I want to be human bat. <laughs> it's a damn good scene, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. So I think we'll um, we'll leave it there, guys. <laughs> Try the other ones. Uh, yeah, leave anymore? It anymore? No, that's it. No, no, you sure? No, that's it. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. first off, I just want to say a big thank you to the two of you for coming hey, and doing this spectacular again. Thank you very much, guys. Thank I you really for having appreciate us. It. That's been brilliant. And thank you to you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the spectacular season in October. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed what you listened to, follow us on Facebook at the MTVB Podcast or on Instagram at MTVB Podcast. Subscribe to be notified when future episodes are available. This is Ant Man, Tim, and Steve signing off. <laughs> <laughs>